Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You are watching a master at work. No, but it's still, you have to be like... Everyone, welcome back to episode 11. If you're new, welcome of the Relentless Diaries. I'm your host, Zoe, and here on episode 11, we're talking about... Babies. Babies, parenting, relationships in your 20s as a parent. Um, I have Mr. Vante with me, long, long friend, and my girl Tiana. Um, They are not together, but they are both new parents, I would say. You guys both became parents in 2020. So you guys both have your own separate relationships. Devante has a daughter. Tati has a little boy. Um, I kind of want to start... Because I'm friends with both of you. I want to start on how I found out you guys were both having babies. Because in my perspective, I thought about it, and it's fucking hilarious. Because with you... Okay, so Vante... Listen. Vante messaged me on Snapchat, okay? Out of all... You know people say the media or the media the media is the message? or The, the medium is the, the message. The medium is the message? Okay, because... So if yeah, someone Marshall messages McCoy, yeah. you on Snapchat, you're taking them seriously. You know what I mean? It's like it's fucking Snapchat. So I get a fucking notification that says Super Vante has messaged you, right? So I open it, and he goes, what would you say if I told you you're going to be an auntie? And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, you're going to be an auntie. And I was like, what do you mean, auntie? And he was like, I'm having a baby. And I was like, with where? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, you're going to be an auntie. I was like, shut up, bro. Like, what? It's not even April. Like, there's no fools. Like, what are you talking about? And he was like, yo, I'm being like... And he was so nauseous. Like, yeah, I'm being like dead ass. Like, you're going like, to be an auntie, bro. And I was like, an auntie to whose child? Like, who? And he was like, me. And I, I'm like, bro, I'm like, you're lying right now. I'm like, let me call Dre. Like, let me call Micah. I'm like, you're fucking liar. Like, blah, blah, blah. And then I called. Like, I FaceTimed Dre, and he was like, bro, why are you FaceTiming me? Like, talk to the man. And I was like, no, but he's lying to me and telling me he's having a you. And Dre's like, because he's having a fucking you. <laughs> so that's how I found out about you. And this bitch, Tiana, we're supposed to go on vacation together, by the way. Oh, I know. Last year. Oh, God. That's crazy. This girl went ghost, okay? Supposed to go on vacation. Time to book. Disappeared. So I'm like, okay, well, fuck it. I guess she's not coming. I'll this girl, cheese. on a random day, she's like, hey, girl, sorry, I got knocked up. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. That was the exact But that's fire, though. I like that. 
I like that. But that's crazy. I literally didn't say that. <laughs> so it was like, you know, this point, I already no, came back from vacation. It was yeah, already I know. done. I was cheap. Like, I just randomly was like, hey, girl, so like, so I've been ghost, like, I got knocked up. I said, whoa. <laughs> I did say that. Those are like exact words. I like and I was like, one. bro, what do you, like, knocked up by who? Like, where? She's like, yeah, this guy and I, like, we've been dating, like, I'm pregnant. <laughs> I was like, Tiana, don't even, what guy are you talking about? She's like, yeah, so, having a baby, I'll let you know in the shower is. And I was like, wait, what? And that is how I found out both my friends were having babies. And now oh, we're God. in November of 2020, and your babies are here and healthy. So, I want to talk about, okay, let's talk about, the pregnancy aspect. Actually, let's talk about when you found out you're gonna have a baby, because I'm, I'm assuming both of them are unplanned. Yeah. So, like, what was as a father yeah. or soon to be father? What was going through your head when you found out like I'm gonna be a father at 26? Um. Well, first, I was actually on my way to the movies. Um. We stopped at my house because she had to pee. Okay. So she went inside. I'm in the car, rolling my blunt, like, I'm chilling. She comes out. She's like, here. Like, <gasps> <laughs> she went in the house to pee on a stick? No, she went to go use the bathroom, but I guess while she was there, she took the test. I'm saying, so she went in the house and peed on a stick? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, sitting, I'm sitting in the car, like, my lap is full of weed. I'm rolling. She's like, here. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh. Oh. Like, this for real? Like, you serious? She's like, yeah. Oh. So, we go to the movie still, because I already paid for it. Like, I'm, I'm watching yeah. my movie. But the whole time, I'm like, this is crazy. This is crazy. So I get it? out. I call I call Michael. I call my friend. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I need to talk to you. I think I'm having a baby. He's like, nah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what do you mean, nah? He's like, nah. I'm like, bro, I think, like, like we, don't, we haven't been to the doctor or nothing yet, but the first test result says I'm having a baby. So anyway, month goes goes on. This I found this out in January. But did she like did she like like talk to you beforehand? Like, hey, like I missed my period. Yeah. Like did I, she tell I you like did she tell you just kinda like, yo, but nigga, you didn't even like I wasn't even on the So that was the first I knew she, any... I knew she bought the test. Oh, okay. Oh, but you didn't know she was gonna do it that time. But moment. I no, yeah. no. I knew she like, knew early in the day we bought the test. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh. So, so so before you you bought the test, did she say, Oh, like I I think I I'm missing my period? Did she say anything like that? It was late. Oh but it was only like Three days or something like that. Oh, okay, okay. Wow. It wasn't days, like uh, something drastic. Yeah, it wasn't oh. nothing drastic or nothing. So I'm thinking, like, this is just, like, Women whenever she takes it, it's just a check. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it was positive. So this was, I'm going to say the end of January, early February. So lockdown hadn't even started yet. Mm-hmm. So as a man now, you got a baby on the way. You're thinking, all right, pregnancy's nine months. I got nine months to, like, get everything together. Everybody sorted out. March comes and we go into lockdown. Right. At the time, like, I had two jobs. So, money wise, I'm thinking I'm okay. I can manage to, like, prepare and buy this, buy that, do what I gotta do. Mm-hmm. March happens, and then midway through March, like, both my jobs shut down. Fuck. So, I'm like, all right, shit, what am I gonna do? Then they started the whole CERB thing, and the money came in, so. It was a lot of mental stress to know that you don't know where funds are coming from, you don't know what's gonna happen, but you know that this baby's coming. Right. So I'm saying, so for me, that's what it really was, mm-hmm. mentally. For you, Tiana, for you, because I feel like as a woman, you're like, 
I'd be like, yo, I got my, like, my body's going to change. That's the biggest thing. Like, I'm going to be a mom. Like, you find out you're going to be pregnant. No, I didn't think about my body too much. Really? No. I think about my body now. But (laughs) I didn't think about my body at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, More what I thought about was, what's my baby going to look like? (laughs) (laughs) Low key, though. That's all I thought about, to be honest. I was like, you know... Please be, don't be ugly. Don't oh be ugly. <laughs> that's crazy. That's literally I me. All that. no. <laughs> that's me. I was like, wondering if she's going to look like me. Please. That's but when I you thought. found out you were pregnant, like, what's the first thing that went through your head? Like, and, like, did you have, like, obviously you had, like, a feeling because you must have, like, missed your period. To be or... honest, I did not know. Like, I, obviously my period was late, but I just thought it was coming because, you know, women's period are late all the time. It happens. So, like, right. I didn't think anything. I just thought, eh, it's going to come. Didn't really think much about it. And then there was one day where I just, I don't know, like, I was Sally, Kim, and Bobby at the same time. I was, my hormones, like, I was just mad. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just mad for no reason. Like, yeah. I was just, I just felt so angry. Like, I was just going through all these emotions and for, like, no reason. And it's to the point where I sat and I was Bobby, and then I'm thinking, girl, you're tripping. Like, what's wrong with you? So, like, because I was, like, I, I couldn't, I was watching myself be crazy. That's how I knew. Because most times when you're crazy, you don't think you're crazy until a few days after you're like hey I shouldn't have done that but mm-hmm. no it was like immediately it's kind of like someone was just talking to me in my head back and forth so I'm like yo those are the hormones talking like I'm fucked up That's so, crazy. so I was like shit I like let me go get a pregnancy test real quick because who acts like that yeah. That's like- <laughs> <laughs> that was it for me so so then I went and then it was positive and to be honest you know on the test it says wait two minutes yeah yeah no Within 20 seconds, it gave me an answer. Really? Like, yeah, literally. I did not have to wait. Like, that just shows you what the test is looking for. It's looking for a hormone called HCG. So once you become pregnant, um, your body starts developing this hormone to build the baby. Mm-hmm. So for the whole nine months, as you're pregnant, you have this hormone in your body. So that's what the stick is looking for. So a lot of women don't have a lot of it at first, right? So that's why sometimes you have to go to get checked by a doctor because it could be it could be negative and you could still be pregnant, but that's only because, you, you know, your body hasn't grown that hormone as of yet. Um, but, yeah, we actually need a lot of that hormone for a healthy, healthy baby. That's why some women have complications and stuff. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, that hormone must have been, like, 70% of my body because that <laughs> shit went... Oh, that shit went positive so fast. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. So... Well, how did you feel after you saw it was positive? Um... I kind of panicked a little bit, but I'm like, eh, it might not be true. So then I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. For, immediately, I kind of thought, let me go do another one, because this was from the dollar store. She did three, so. Your I, girl did three? She did three, though. I did three, two, yeah. but two of mine were from the dollar store, so obviously I'm not going to leave from the dollar store. <laughs> <laughs> and then you went to Shopper's Drug Mart? Yeah, and then that's when I went to Shopper's Drug Mart. I'm like, let me pay the, but I asked my boyfriend to the rich people one, because I'm like, I'm not paying $20 for it to be negative, like, <laughs> That's crazy. So I told him nah, man. Dollar to store go me. get that one. Dollar store me. <laughs> you dollar, you, nah, you went to dollar, dollar store, store too? 100%. <laughs> For what? It's the same thing. Same thing. Bro, doctors will literally tell you it's the same thing. The one in the dollar store is the same one as the expensive one. Yeah, it is. It'll tell you that. They'll say it's the same what thing. am I paying two bills for to tell me the same <laughs> thing? Fuck your shit, man. Ain't no way. I went to the local dollar store, Dollarama, oh and we God. got three of them back right. to back. And they're all positive. And they're all positive. So then how was, like, the whole, like, pregnancy, you watching it and you actually being pregnant, like, how was that, especially, like, during COVID? So, like, for me, and I think just for, like, any man, you feel so useless because you can't do nothing. Right. Like, I'm watching, like, 
her body grow and she's going through all these different emotions and cravings and like you just there mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so for me like you go into it thinking all right nine months is gonna be a long time and then it just flies by yeah mm -hmm. really and especially especially during the quarantine like you're already not doing shit already sitting down at home days turn you don't even know what day it is you don't know what time it is like time's just flying so our first appointment was in i would say march we went got the first ultrasound by the time we went back like she was like triple the size <laughs> so i'm like sounds all right yeah you don't you don't know how to like process that enough so you kind of just go with it mm -hmm. you just roll with it and you prepare as best as you can until the baby gets here right now it's time to go. How was your like body transformation? Because um, that's honestly, like, I, like, I want like kids. Being pregnant. I'm gonna be honest. I want kids, but like I think the first thing I'd be like, bro, like what is my body? And not even like, like a, like a physical like loop. I'm like, what am I body going to like go through? Like what am I going to feel? Like like you this don't, thing I'll, in my stomach. To be honest, like, I'll tell you one thing: you don't really feel anything until about okay. So you feel things. So like I said, you when for the first. I don't know, maybe six weeks of being pregnant, you don't really know. That's what right. I'm saying. So once you take the test, it'll take about, once you take the test and you know, let's say you take the test on week six, you won't really feel anything until about two weeks, so week eight. Okay. Week eight, between week eight and like week 13 is just nauseousness. It's oh, just God. everything makes you sick. You Especially walk into first trimester. Yeah, like, like it's just the word, that's first trimester. Like everything, that, that she was time, nauseous and made her, like she wanted to puke. Puke all the time. Tired all the time. And you're tired. And like, you like, you look you as a dad, like you looking at it like, damn, like why y'all do this shit then? Why y'all Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down. But like, you looking at it, like you don't. She didn't have the mo motivation to do nothing. Nothing. Like, You're she just so to tired. Sleep. It's she like, barely ate. Like I'm telling her, you. Yeah, you don't eat, eat in that period because anything yeah. you eat, it's like you just want to throw it back up immediately. It's the weirdest time. That that's what you feel. You just imagine feeling nauseous for no reason. Literally, like Ugh. ew. <laughs> Every second. Bro, Every second. Everything. 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 I would go to smoke and like. I would have to go literally strip, change yeah, my clothes, everything because she couldn't tolerate you like you have to the do smell everything. weed, if like I smell everything. Anything, yeah, it turns like you that. Off. So. I was smelling homeless people at Nordstorm That's crazy. from Nord like where? Zara. Nord who? <laughs> when you say Nordstrom, Nordstrom, whatever the hell it's called. Nordstorm. If I if a, if a homeless person was like at Zara and I was at Nordstorm, imagine that's like about I I smelled them, I smelled them coming. So okay, we're talking about the Indian Center. If anyone was listening, Zara's it's not far from, but I mean like to smell someone that's in what I'm Zara. Saying. That's no, what I'm saying. It's, I smelled it's someone that in that Zara powerful, and I was at. It's that powerful. It's that powerful. It's like that powerful. when I mean I knew a homeless person was coming and they'd be like, how do you know? And then and then all everyone at work is like, oh there it is, because I smelt it. And I'm like yo. I need to leave. Like, for because... example, like, I live in a basement apartment, like, my landlord and all of them, they live upstairs. Mm -hmm. She would know what they were making for dinner from they were defrosting. That too. Oh, my that God. That shit was crazy to me. That too. She'd be like, yo, are they making fish? I'm like, bro, yeah. what? A couple hours later, you go upstairs, bear fish frying. Yep. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yep. crazy. I smelt everything. Everything. Oh, my God. Was so was that... Bad. And, like, how did you feel about, like, your body, like, physically changing? Like, how was it to, like, actually, like, watch that? Um, I don't know. I don't really have, like, a feeling because I, I saw... I, I would say that I kind of liked it. Like I said, after the first trimester, like, after the smelling everything, that went away, the nauseousness, 
I know some women have it all throughout. Mm-hmm. Through. I got lucky, and I was only nauseous for the first trimester. The second trimester was just the eating part. I was craving everything. I just wanted... Bro, if I didn't have a specific thing that I wanted, I cried. Like, literally, that's the emotion. <laughs> Bro, I came home one day, my sister ate my cereal. I cried because I'm thinking about my cereal all day. And I don't know why. I crave cereal a lot. It's so weird. I don't we know. talked about this once. Yeah, I love the cereal. <laughs> I don't know why. And I came home with my cereals, and my sister ate my cereal. I literally bawled. So it's like, that was just an eating period for me. And then I just saw my belly growing, and it was kind of cute. I didn't really, to be honest, I enjoyed being pregnant. Being pregnant. Right. I liked pregnancy. I didn't feel tired like a lot of women. Only only in the beginning. I'm talking about after, mm-hmm. after the nauseousness, after the tiredness. I, I felt, I had so much energy. Like, the only thing I didn't really like was, obviously, I worked around fragrance. So right. sometimes the fragrances used to bother me, but I noticed when I wasn't around there, it didn't really bother me. So I think it was just my work environment that used to piss me off. But other than that, like, I loved the attention. Um, like, I didn't really... I wasn't even that tired, to be honest, but I think it's because I, wor- I, 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 I worked. So I was on my feet all the time, mm-hmm. up until the lockdown. Mm-hmm. Like, women who were pregnant the whole time in quarantine, now, obviously, the less you do, the more tired you are, if that makes any sense. Yeah, The more less energy you have. But because I was kind of up and about, up until literally mid-March, yeah. and I, that was, like, a month and a half away from my due date, so... Uh, that was actually kind of good. Most women take that time off anyway. Like, mm. one month before they're giving birth, they'll stop mm-hmm. working anyway because that's kind of, like, the time where you're huge and, like, you know what I mean? So I got lucky in that way that I kind of got, like, a paid time before. Because yeah. I, yeah, I, I would have yeah, obviously yeah. worked all the way through. I was planning on working until I gave birth. Because right. I felt fine. Like, the doctor would always tell me, hey, you can stop at any time. And I'm like, I feel fine. Like, I can do it. I didn't really care. Mm-hmm. And I was getting bigger, but I was like, eh. Like, it didn't really bother me. So to be honest, pregnancy wasn't, like, that bad. You just watch your belly grow. And it's kind of cool. I mean, I liked it. You don't really feel him. You don't really feel a baby inside of you until about 28 weeks. So, like I said, for the beginning, the eating time, you're just eating. And it's just, <laughs> it, just, it, just, it just feels good because you're like, Yo, you can eat whatever you want. And you eat whatever no you crave. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's no one judging you. And, like, it's just, it kinda, I actually, like, really liked it, to be honest. <laughs> and then you don't really feel anything. Yeah. The only thing that gets difficult is when you start feeling him, that's when you can't really sleep. Because oh, okay. sleeping is tough. I used to wake up my boyfriend because I'd be tossing and turning. Yeah. Because he's like, yo, what the fuck, woman? Like, fucking sleep. And I'm like, I can't. Yeah. Like, I can't. Like, I don't know if it's because I'm uncomfortable and you can only sleep on your side because obviously you're squished the baby. So yeah. it was just, it was a tough time to sleep. Um, but I would say, like, the second trimester is the best, and then that's what almost, like, every woman says. And then third and the fourth is just, the fourth is what we call um, postpartum. Right. So those, okay, yeah, three, yeah. The, those two are bad. The mm-hmm. first, three, and four is bad. Second is the best. Mm-hmm. So like up until about twenty eight weeks, until you start feeling him. And how did your like both? How did your relationships, like, are you like are you you? I know you are. I guess in a committed relationship with your partner. Yeah. Are you in? Are you co parenting? Yeah, are you guys yeah, together? Yeah, co parenting. So like I said, so you're in a relationship. You're co parenting. How is that like different? Because I feel like. Like, how was the co-parenting, or, like, knowing you're going to co-parent well, during for, the whole pregnancy process? For me, like, we already had, like, an understanding and a bond before mm-hmm. the baby was even there. So um, I made it a point once we found out we were having a baby to, like, really sit down and just clear the air. Right. Um, have an honest conversation. So I feel how like did you, you take that? Well, were you on the same page? Like, you both expected no, no, it was just no. going to be co-parenting? We, it's... We're not just co-parenting. So right, right. for us, like, we know we take care of this baby and we take care of each other. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, but what I'm saying is when, at the beginning of it, obviously there's so many things to talk about, like, 
what are we gonna do when the baby gets here? Are we gonna live together? Are we gonna do this? Are we gonna mm -hmm. do that? There's so many different variables and aspects that you have to discuss with your partner. And I feel like a lot of times people don't have those conversations. Mm -hmm. So I made it a point from jump, like, listen, we going this is what we're gonna do. This is what I'm okay with, this is what I'm not okay with. She said what she's okay with, what she's not okay with. And from there, you kind of just build off of that. But you can't wait until the baby gets here right, right. to be trying to figure shit out. You can't do that. Because that, a lot of times, you go and do that, and then two, three months down the line, like, you on Instagram talking about your baby mama or your baby father. Yep, yep, you can't, you yep. can't, I don't see want that, happen. that. I can't go out like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, I made a 100% clear point that, listen, as long... As you're alive, you're the mother of my child, I'm gonna take care of you. Mm -hmm. So men, a lot of men feel they don't have to do that. Right. And that's crazy to me. Like you right. can't have a child and say, oh, I'm gonna take care of my child, but you're not looking out for the child's mother. Mm -hmm. Especially if it's a situation where you guys like, let's say you guys don't live together. Right. Right. You wanna have your baby mother living in a bandle? <laughs> Your child's living in the band. That's crazy, right? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, you... I, I know a situation, one of my friends, his baby mom's... His, her car broke down on the middle of the, on, on the highway. Right. She was with their son. Right. She called him, and this nigga said no. Oh, wow. He said no. Like, call your man and do it, blah, 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 whatever it was. Oh, and I'm looking at him like, bro, like, your kid's in the car, fam. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, like... It's bigger than any other shit that you guys got going on. Yeah, but that's ego, because she knows that she has a man, that's why. Yeah, that's when, yeah. yeah that's that, but See, it's still wrong. It's still wrong. wrong. And then yeah. when, you, when, you get, yeah. when you get into situations like that, where, like, your kid grows up, you guys don't work out, so you guys have different partners involved in... The kids. In, exactly. You, you have to sit down and have that conversation with each other, like, what are we going to do? Like, what's okay? What's not okay? Mm -hmm. You can't, and a lot of people don't want to do that. No, you're right. So I made it a point from jump, like, down the line or regardless, however we go, like, this is how I feel, this is what I'm willing to do, this is what I'm gonna, what I'm not gonna do, whatever it is. And she said the same thing. So mm -hmm. for me, and I feel for all men in this situation that are having kids, um, raising families, you gotta be able to have a clear and honest conversation with your partner, mm -hmm. regardless. Right. So, like, you saying that, I'm like, that's sincere. Then, like, why wouldn't you say it's a committed relationship? I am in a committed relationship. Okay, good. Like, <laughs> you just wanted to nah, you're not going to play me, bro. <laughs> I'm not going to play me. Okay, no, good. ain't no way. Okay, so I am both committed and I'm locked in to okay. making sure okay, good. that I'm here for both parties, okay. my daughter and her mother. Okay, so you're not co-parenting then? Yeah, you're not. But I feel like you do both, though. Okay, cool. I introduced it as co yeah. So I introduced or, it as co-parenting because yeah. co-parenting co-parenting is a term that you use when you guys are not together, like yeah. romantically mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. But you guys are both parenting. Exactly. Oh, okay. So, but you like, guys are together. Yeah. So together in a relationship. You're not a co then you're not co. -parenting. I mean, you're but you're not a co-parent. Technically, co parenting is when, for example, even if you live together, you guys aren't together, but you guys are just co-parenting for the baby, or you guys live separately, but like. You take opposite days. Take opposite so like, yeah. days. Mm -hmm. That that Fair is co-parenting. Like, making sure both Fair parties enough. are present in the kid's life. You oh, are co-parenting. They on my neck, bro. You gotta help me. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> He's not a father. He can help you. He's an uncle. 
I'll never, <laughs> I'll never be able to help you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never be in that position. Um, so how was your also committed relationship during the whole pregnancy? Like, was it, was it hard? Was mm. it, it? It was good. Uh, to be honest, overall, like, uh, my partner is very supportive, so it was good. But I do feel that sometimes he had that um, same um, light that you had, kind of like you don't really know what to do because you're just watching this person go through this, and yeah. you're kind of like, wow, what do I do? Um, but he tried his best. Like, you know, he rubbed my feet, or he would, like, always get me the food I wanted. And obviously that's kind of like the only outlet I had. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to smoke and drink and party all the time. Like, obviously I can't do that anymore. Yeah, so. I remember we went to a party. Or yeah. it was at um, your friend's housewoman that I went to. And everyone was like smoking and drinking. You're just like there. You're like, mm, yeah, okay. I know. <laughs> She's like outside. It's like, mm. okay, exactly. I'm like, mm. like I even still went to a few places. Like you said, where I was pregnant, but at the same time, I was kind of like, mm. okay. And I'm also kind of think, why is a pregnant girl here? I don't want everyone to ever say that. That's like, crazy. You know what I mean? It's crazy, crazy if you would even say that because like, really, what do you? do? Yeah, you were like, you were like weren't there. Like you were there, but you were, like weren't there. Exactly. Because what the hell am I supposed to do? I can't be in the smoking room because that smell's just gonna bother me. And then it's like I can't really drink. Um, so I'm just sober. I'm just sober but, um, and then even then, my son's probably in there like, why is the music so loud? Like, <laughs> um, so, but um, honestly, in terms of my relationship, like, it was pretty good. Like, he tried his best, but I think he did kind of feel like that. Like, what am I supposed to do here? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, she's, it's, it's she's, hard, man. Yeah. Like, it's hard, especially, like, days when, say, they're not feeling well or they're in a lot of pain and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you really can't do nothing. Right. Yeah. I can't, I don't know how to help you. You could have, like, my boyfriend would do try and do some stuff. No, like, like I can rub your feet, I yeah. can get you food, I can do all of that, but, like, I can't physically. You can't feel it for me, yeah. I can't, yeah, yeah. I can't help you. Yeah. So you kind of just mm-hmm. sitting there waiting to be told what to do. Right. Mm-hmm. So the delivery now. I think I'm going, I try to, like, like do this, like, chronological order. <laughs> how was the Wait, del- hold on, though. But for, like, the relationships, and I don't usually ask questions, too, so I we'll like cut this, this if this doesn't work. No, I like it. But... Um, I I want to be careful how I approach this too because it's something I feel like men don't know or don't have like the knowledge of when approaching mm. this in a relationship. But like I've like talked to other men who you know have a kid and went through the whole relationship process when they were with their um, baby mother or their fiance or wife, and they're saying like the whole sexual aspect of how oh, that yes. works oh. when Good you know question. your baby mom is <laughs> pregnant or your wife or girlfriend. You know, um, some guys they feel like. They'll hit the baby or something Which like that during sex, <laughs> right? Right. Um, and like, yeah, was that like a? I, I actually want to ask <laughs> Shavante, like, was that like a weird thing dealing with and Tiana? Like, you know, like, I, how Yo. did that affect it? Um, for me, I didn't really care. <laughs> so like, some men say it's better, right? Yeah, it's, and like, it's well, how is she? Great, the... bro. It's Word. great. How it's did a, she how like you it? see pussies great? Pregnancy, bro, pregnancy pussy is fire. Yeah, it is. Pregnancy so, pussy is I, fucking I, I, fire. I, I, I can, I'm, putting, I can I'm putting it on wax right now. <laughs> it's fire. All right, that's number one. But um, you do have a concern, though. It's at the back of your mind. Especially but you the, know, like, you're, like, literally, you, you're not hitting the baby, right? Yeah, like, you know not. that. So. Yeah, like, obviously, how, how you know she, that. Though? But Because like, I know some women don't have energy. Some women, don't they to. don't. It's very, she, like, it's very, it's very... Iffy. Yeah, but she, she has her days where she oh, wants she to, days? and oh, she has okay. her days where okay. she don't even want to look at you. Okay. That's the way it is That's in pregnancy. Really yeah. Okay. But it's fire. Oh, yeah. Don't get it wrong. <laughs> to be honest, I must say that, like, during my pregnancy, I... Did you feel the sex was better? 
Not necessarily, but I wanted to do it all the time. I was, okay. I, I don't know what it is with my hormones. That's so, yeah, because I feel like, you know, when like women go through like their menstrual cycle, mm. like women, like you get really horny when you're on your period. Yeah, and, and a lot helps. of women aren't comfortable having sex on their period, so it's like you're just there like horny with like all these hormones yeah. raging and you don't want to have sex or you're not in the place to have sex right now. So right. I wonder if it's like that being pregnant with all like those hormonal changes. Like, are you yeah. just like, horny all the time? I was, but I know yeah. some women Some are. women are different, some obviously. Some women are different, yeah. but I was like all the time. But my boyfriend, he just, he couldn't get it out of his head. I think, and maybe it was the belly oh. for him. I don't know what it was for him, but he wasn't, we were, we were totally off the same page. Hey, what kind of positions can you do? Because uh, I feel like you're you limited. Do, do you do all you're of very, them? Nah, you can't do all. That's all I was saying. You can't like, lie on your back. That's the only one. You, so so the missionary is a write off. Missionary is a write off. That's a write off, but everything while, else you can do. Obviously, you can't lay on your stomach. That's. Oh yeah, that's yeah. That's what I'm saying. You can't lay. You can't lay on your stomach, obviously, but you can't. But the, so you're only hitting it from the side. It may be like a buckus. The, the side or the, the size of fire position. <laughs> it is. That's yeah, a fire but position, I feel like th- that's literally the only one that you can't do. So like you can't. So you can't do missionary. Yeah, and you, and can't, you can't do, do the you can't lay buckus. On your stomach. But you can lie on your stomach in like child's position. What? Like, how is he getting in it then? Is that child's pose? <laughs> what is it? Child's pose is when like your butt is down. She means like, like when you, you're. Yeah, like your your chest is like face up, ass down, doggy You're, style. Kind of, yeah, but it's like essentially doggy essentially, style. Essentially, yeah. On the bed, yeah. Yeah. But like, okay. but like you know those positions that leads to you being flat, and both of y'all flat on top. Oh of you, yeah, I know. Yeah, they can't. Gotta, that can't happen. You gotta be worried some. Yeah, you can't that. do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. You put too, too much torque behind that. Next thing you know. Yeah. You're hurting your baby. You can't <laughs> take that, bro. After after I would say. Five or six months, you start to really, as as a man, you get really worrisome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you're getting bigger. You're, you're seeing, but for you're the first six months, you don't really see anything. Now. Right, it's kind of just a little, it looks like yeah. fat, to be honest. You're visibly yeah. seeing the belly now. Right. And then, like, when you're, you know, in passion, you touch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And sometimes the baby touches back. Oh, my no. God! No, I kid you not. Are you no, high-fiving your child story. during no, sex? No, it's That's done. Fucked. It's a write-off after this. I don't want it. I'm, I don't care about the nut. I'm this done. This a write-off. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm in there. So said high-fiving your kid Bro. while you're, yo, that. So, like, I'm going to tell the story. I'm going to tell the story. Like, I was, like, obviously the side position, most comfortable, right? right. But my hand's on the, the belly. on the belly. And she, like, flipped. So I felt like her whole body was like, yo, all right. Me done here. <laughs> that was it. That was it. And like Wonder after that, that like I couldn't touch. She knows. She the knows. baby knows? Yep. They, Every time my boyfriend know. touched. But they enjoy it, apparently. They enjoy the ride. It's crazy. I truly think so because every time my boyfriend touched my stomach, my son would move. Anybody else? Um, people at work yeah, be like, yeah, oh my god, yeah. Yeah. doesn't move. Yeah. But right. to my boyfriend, lo- he knows. They feel it. They know yeah, that yeah, that's yeah. their dad. So that's probably why. He feels he's like, oh, daddy! He's like, daddy! <laughs> so she's trying to hide. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but, ah, and, <laughs> come on, man. She's like, daddy! Ah. <laughs> ah. So, you know, she was, yeah, she was, it was, she was trying to say hi. Definitely a no-go. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like a lot of men... Um, it's interesting. I feel like, like Chris mentioned, a lot of men are like scared to like My have was definitely sex scared. with their pregnant wives, fiancés. You're just very... Yeah. You're very careful. Right. You're very, 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 very careful. Yeah. And, like, I don't know how to say this. At the back of your mind, you know the baby is there. You know you got to relax. But then 
you're still you're still a man in passion. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> put very well, <laughs> put very eloquently. That, that's the answer to your question, but great answer. <laughs> okay, so now we're talking about the delivery, right? Yeah. How? Because I know a little bit about your delivery and like that process, but how? Like as a like, okay. First, I think whenever I have a baby, mm. I don't want my man to look. You better be by my head. I don't want you, cause some. Oh I heard God. some men get PTSD where they Bro. look and they're like, "Yo, I Bro. just saw your vagina ripped to your asshole, and I don't know if I can go back in there." <laughs> and now our relationship is detrimental because you just watch my pussy tear, and you don't know if you can enjoy it anymore. But I just don't want my man to like be like. I obviously want him to like see it, but I don't know yeah. if I want him like where the nurses are, like just like you know what I mean, like just grab, oh, stay by my head, hold my hand, you know, look from where my stomach is. But I don't want to like. So did you like look? Like how were you? So. It was a very unique um, birthing experience for me. Because and you both, sorry, you both birthed, like, I know you birthed, like, height of COVID. Because your baby was born in March, right? Yeah. No, my baby was born May 3rd. It no, was the May, height. Yeah, but it still was, like, it peak was COVID. Height. Like, it yeah. was lockdown. Yeah. I was in the middle of lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so how, also, how was that, too? Her original due date was September 13th. Right. But she came on August 30th. Mm-hmm. So, it was a normal Saturday, um... And she call, she comes out of the shower and she's like, I think like my water broke. Water broke so in the like, shower? Oh my god, that would confuse me. So I'm like, what the fuck? Like I'm I'm scared now. Right. So um we get to the hospital and it's it's it was so stupid because originally they didn't even want me to be in the room. Okay. They didn't even right. want me to be in I've the room. I've heard that they, so. they put a limit of two people, right? Well, one. One. It oh, was one. one. That's what I mean. You I, and I yeah. forced my way into the room. Oh wow. So and we know how you stay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get in the fucking. <laughs> so she went inside. Like I'm, I'm, t- helping her with the bags and stuff. She walks in. She's in the wheelchair. They put her in the room, and I'm bringing the bags in. They're like, "Oh, you can't come in. Or you could drop the bags, but you can't come in." I'm like, "What do you mean?" But she's by herself, right? Like yeah, it's her mom. Yeah, she's by okay. herself. Yeah. Because she's the only one allowed. Right. Like, I heard oh, they changed it after, yeah. Yeah, they, they changed, changed it after. It no they changed it after. Out. What? Okay. So I'm like, but, like, she's giving birth. My daughter is being born. Why can't I go in the room? She's like, oh, it's not allowed. I was like, ma'am, nobody in here is having a baby if I can't get in this room today. <laughs> I will blow this hospital up. Like, I swear to God, I will blow this shit up. She left to go call whoever, supervisor or whatever, so I just went in the room. Right. Duh. They, they came like, back. They're like, oh, you have to leave. I'm like, all right. You're gonna have to call security to like get me out of here. I'm not leaving. So they just got over it after that. Wow. Um, yeah. Good for what you. they That's did, good. what was really wrong was they induced her. Okay. But her water had oh, already broken. Broke. But so all her water didn't come out. Like it was just, it was uh, leakage. It was like mucus. Yeah. Oh, okay. They tested it and they're like, oh, we're not sure what it is, but because you're 38 weeks, we're just gonna induce labor. No, so right. it, was, it was probably just like a, um, like it, the baby wasn't ready to come yet. So she, it was just a essentially, no, yeah. yeah. But so they should just let you guys. She's go alone, and I'm. They're not letting me in the room. So like, she has all these doctors and nurses coming at her, oh, like, oh, pressure, you have to do this, you yeah. have to do that, you have to do this, you have to do that, and she had her whole birthing plan, and didn't even get to use it. Right. They just did it their way. So I come in, and they have her. They admitted her. They induced her. And they gave her um, the epidural, which she didn't want. All didn't before want they the even epidural? she didn't want it. They did all that before they even checked how dilated she was. Are you? That's serious? crazy, right? 
They what? did all of that before oh, they even checked. Oh, my this? God. This was Centenary in Scarborough. Oh, that's the, the worst fucking hospital hood. ever. All right? No, but that's the worst hospital, like, ever. They like, did all that. of that. Brem Civic is really bad. They I've did heard. all of that, and they didn't even, like, check to see how far along she was. I have what? a question. Did she have a mid... Was she seeing a midwife no. or a G... OB? No. An she OB was a shadow OB, and OB didn't even deliver the baby. So OB do I, wasn't did even she call the OB when her water broke? Yeah. What OB, did he say? She was at a cottage or something like that, so... Oh, oh my God. So, now... They finally check her at about 2 a.m. We get to the hospital at 10. Okay, you know why they did that though? Because they didn't know what it was, and they no, don't. They, they said that. they, they told... did that because they get paid for doing it now. Remember, it's all about getting oh, paid. That's true. So they got paid. So they, for that. Sorry, that's they get paid they for it. doing what? Because now they can report that they gave that woman all of that. Oh, hip is paying all of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, that's but what see, they what it. they really try to push and for remember, is these C-sections. The yeah. Okay. So let's talk about that. They yeah, really try to push for these C-sections. I've noticed that they do that because again, because it's quicker for them. And it's also quicker and it's quicker and it's more money. But why would they? Why would they push her if she wasn't even ready yet? So what they what happened was after they checked her and they saw she was only um, two centimeters dilated. That was after they induced her. Yeah. Everyone knows inducing takes longer. Okay, go ahead. So they have her on um, pitocin now to accelerate. Yeah. Right. She's by the next morning she was maxed out on pitocin. So they're like, oh, if we give you more, it could harm the baby, so we may have to look at a C-section. So I'm like, ma'am, there's absolutely no way you guys are cutting open. Because she didn't even need to be here in the first place. Right. You could have sent us home. She could have walked around. We could have came back in a day or two, mm -hmm. yeah. which is what yeah. you're supposed to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we would have had the baby. So after they tried, like, three times to, like, push her to do the C-section, 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 they... Gave her more Pitocin. She went to sleep at about, I'd say, 2 o'clock. 2 p.m.? 2 p.m. Okay. 5 o'clock, she was at 9 centimeters. Oh, wow. Okay. Right? So it was just go time. Like, mm -hmm. we took a nap, woke up, and she was ready. So, me now, <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm standing there like, oh, shit, like, it's go time. They're hiking up her legs. They're moving shit out of the way. And I go to look, like, just to see what the damage is. And I'm seeing blood. All right. All right. <laughs> My fault. All right, calm. Everybody calm down. Calm. <laughs> relax. Relax. You know what I'm saying? So now doctors are in now. And they're telling them, okay, I'm going to need you to push. So I'm like, oh, my God. As a man in your head, you're trying to decide. Like, you're flipping that coin. Like, am I going to look? Am I not going to look? What am I going to do? Time's running out. We're on the clock. She pushes the first time. And the unique thing with her birth is she didn't tear. She, she didn't did, tear. She, she did didn't. they cut her? Because sometimes they'll cut you beforehand just so it's a nah, clean... No, like they didn't yeah, do they any did. of that. Oh, wow. She, she pushed. The entire birth took 10 minutes. Oh, my God. Wow. That's really, so, like, that's really the waiting good. for it took long, but the actual birth itself was, like, 10 minutes. That's usually how it is. The she pushed is. three times, and her head came out. I saw, Bro. <laughs> Oh, you saw the head come let me out? Just, let me just say this before I continue. You saw it? I oh, don't shit. know why women sign up for this, bro. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, I would you never. saw it? I saw, saw everything. Oh. oh, my I God. I saw everything. I saw every. She's short, right? She's like five foot, maybe five two. Yeah. So when they hike up her legs, her legs are already up here. <laughs> I don't have anywhere to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, so she pushes. The head comes out. He's like, oh, here comes the baby. It's like some Russian dude. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like some Russian dude. 
And when her head came out, it was like a burst of blood. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's, like, all over her shirt. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> and she just slid right out of there, bro. And then he dropped the placenta on the floor. He dropped, bro. Oh, he dropped the placenta on the ground. He's there talking to me. Oh, my God. Is that a bad thing if you jump on the ground? I mean, but it's a precious thing that just grew some people, Some would, people keep it. Keep it. People keep it, but we don't want it. Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> don't tell me wrong. It doesn't matter. It's but a imagine, thing. like, as a man seeing this big, bloody organ just boom. Organ. Is it what, what placenta? What does it look like? It looks like a like a, it's like a big red it's like thing. A big and it's red an organ. Oh it's my a, God. Your body built that organ to yeah, build yeah, the baby. Yeah. Okay. It's very precious. Some women eat it. Some yeah. Because you yeah. can actually save the live cells from that placenta. Where just in case your kid gets sick later on in life, he can yeah. use Blend that placenta yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so powerful. It's crazy. So okay. the baby comes out. I cut the umbilical cord, and they take her to like the little tray where they weigh her and see if she's all good. This guy's sitting there in front of her box just talking and bloop on the floor. Blood. Oh, I'm like, no. it was so <laughs> loud. More blood or the placenta? The placenta oh, drop. Oh, it was uh. so loud, everybody in the room just went quiet. <laughs> oh and I'm God. looking at him like. How, how many pounds was she? What the? She was six pounds. Two ounces. Oh, she's a small oh, she was a little baby. one. Six pounds. Two That's why I cry like a hoe. I cry like a hoe. If there's no any way. man out there about to have a baby, you gonna cry like a hoe. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> my, my boyfriend cried I too. I cry like a bitch. <laughs> she came out. She was silent. It was the longest two seconds of my life. Oh my god. And she started crying. Cried like a bitch. Couldn't do it. <laughs> I'm there in the bed. Got her wrapped up like I gave birth, bro. Like, <laughs> Literally every guy after. Crazy, just loving bro. the baby like he, like he did all the work. Like the woman's just there like. And how like, was she after? Like she, she was, was. She was fine. Like right. she. The thing is, she was so like, drugged up, from everything. She she wasn't even really processing that it was happening. Mm -hmm. She was just yeah. doing what they told her to do. Right. It wasn't until like they physically, put the baby on her nipple. Where I think it really hit for her, like, I just pushed out this you. Right. Like, I think that's when it clicked for her because the whole time she was, she was scroggy because she was sleeping, and they have her on all these different medications and stuff like that. So I don't think she really processed what was happening. Cause I'm wondering, like, why am I the only one tweaking in here? Like, <laughs> you're about to push out the like, why you why you not am, fam? Yeah, 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 She's yeah. just there, like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at her crazy, but she explained after, like, she didn't even process, like, the first five out of the ten minutes. Like, she didn't even know what was going on. Mm -hmm. So that's how it was for me. How was it for you, T? Because, Mommy, you actually did all the Man, work, and, yeah, the, and you had crazy. a C-section. So how I was that? had to have an emergency C-section, yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, wow. um, can I just comment on that? That is crazy, and this is why I think that they should allow... They should have allowed our parents there because I yeah. know that if mm -hmm. that girl's mom was there, it would have never happened. That would have never happened yeah. because the mom is a is she's scared, so that's yeah. how she let that thing happen. But the mom would have been like, "What a bomba clap, yeah!" She like, you know, I already know that would have happened. Um, but I'm really glad that it was healthy for you, um, and like it was Thank everything you. was good. Um, uh, man, I had to do everything. I had to do all that and then still have an emergency section C section. That's crazy. So I had to be in labor, get the epidural, push my life out, then get, and eventually have to get cut open and then deal with the, the aftermath of that. Like, that was, I mean, it was... Did like, you have a private room or did you... Because they thought I had COVID, yes. Because, yeah, yeah literally. It's crazy. That's because crazy. They, because I got a fever during labor, 
Mm -hmm. I didn't walk in with a fever, but because I developed it during labor, which one in four women actually develop a fever during labor, it's it's, it's, it's common. It's common, but because of them, I don't know why the fuck they wouldn't even just think, oh, she's giving birth, maybe that's why she her fever's, uh, her temperature's yiked up. No, mm -hmm. they say, oh, we have to test you for COVID now. And it's like, because you just got a fever. And I'm literally thinking, I'm fucking in labor. No wonder. Like, it's common. Yeah. My mom even got a fever drip with me. Maybe it's hereditary. It's a scam, I don't know. man. Mm -hmm. They charged me an extra $30 to pay for the private room. Oh, yeah, I know. Once the labor started. That That's that's common, though. Did you, did, did you already pay for it before? So they told us the regular price of it. And we're like, okay. We got there. And they were trying to put her in a share room with, I think, like, four other women. But didn't you already pay for the private no, room? No, we didn't. Oh, we didn't, you didn't But yet. they told us, because of the way they were handling things in the ward for COVID, everybody's basically in their own room. Exactly. That's, they told us that prior. We got there now, and it's like, they're trying to put us in a room with all these other people. So I go to the front, and I'm like, can I pay for a private room? She's like, oh, it's $300, but if you want it tonight, like, I'm going to have to charge you an extra. What? Why? It's all a scam. It's a scam. <laughs> Have your babies at home, bro. It, that's that's crazy. But I know that it, it does cost about $250, yeah. $300 to pay for a private room. Luckily, because that was the only positive thing of thinking them thinking I have a COVID, they automatically put me in a private room because mm -hmm. they thought I had COVID. Mm. So they had to test me during labor. What which was, was during labor? They tested me while oh, I was in labor. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, it was crazy. And to be honest, I think because of that, that's why I had to have an emergency C-section. Because remember, this was early in COVID. This was in May, this was May 3rd, mm. right? So there was only the whole of April, which was like the worst. They still didn't even know what they were doing. They didn't even know what they were yeah. doing yet. Yeah. So, and they didn't know how it was contracted. This was an early time. So to be honest, once they thought I had COVID, it wasn't as fast. The results took about two days mm -hmm. um, to know if it was positive or negative. So they gave it to me during labor. And then from that moment, my midwife and nurses, whoever was taking care of me, they had to fully dress into these things before they could even come in the room because oh they're scared gosh. I have COVID. And they also tell the nurses to limit the amount they come in my room because of, exactly. So I'm stupid. in labor. That's, I'm in labor. That's How can so you limit stupid. the amount of time I come in? But they were already in here. They're already here. Exactly. Why? I know. It, it really, I, I thought that, and I'm like, and I'm thinking, when I walked in, I didn't have a fever. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. so I don't know, but they, that's what they tell them. That's what the midwife even told me. She says, we have to limit the amount of time we come in the room now, and they have to fully get dressed. And then when they're leaving the room, they take off that one, and then they come in, they put on a whole new one. Oh, my God. So fucking crazy. So that already was just nuts. But t to be honest, I had a pretty, like, regular, degular labor in the terms that, like, I... Um, I actually went to labor on my due date, which is very rare. Mm -hmm. That's probably only five. I was born of women. right on my due date. Yeah. Two weeks early. Yeah, exactly. Like I went into late, like May second, and I was like, oh, perfect. May second at like 7:30 a.m. I started feeling contractions, and um, I dealt with it half of it on my own. So like I really, I can say that your girlfriend's lucky. She probably didn't have to feel anything, but. <sighs> I can't even describe the feeling, but this is the closest thing I can think of. Contractions feel like someone is on the inside of your stomach scraping a very sharp knife and just scraping your stomach for about a minute long. And then it stops, and then an another 
scraping and then a minute and then it stops and then scraping it for a minute and then you get it's like a minute off and a minute on right. so scraping for a minute and then you get a break and then here he comes again <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what contractions feel like that's the closest thing I can think to describe the pain and a lot of women will tell you that they can't even describe it and I actually heard I don't know if this is true but I heard that there's actually a chemical in your brain that makes you forget it which is why women have it again because they're all, they, <laughs> would never, the they would never do it again if they didn't they remembered the pain but I've heard and to be honest you ask me right now I honestly kind of forget the pain still yeah but I can tell you that's kind of what it feels like the contractions being a woman's so hard I don't, bro <laughs> I would never y'all are so Yo, strong I mean, why never. did it do that you think we, we chose this you guys I would like never. hey god I'm gonna be a woman that's me yeah yeah give me that no like there'd, I, there'd be less people there would be less people I would never yeah women are y'all are so strong yeah, it was crazy. I have a newfound respect for women after my experience. Like, I could never do that shit. Yeah. Never. Ever, 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 ever. Start to finish, there's nothing about it that I could do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One thing I'm curious about, too, like with both your experiences, um, and I think this is just something black people deal with when they go to the hospital mm-hmm. to begin with, is just, like, the treatment from the staff and pain 100%. tolerance and things like that. Um, did you ever feel like you had like an experience of that where it's like you weren't being listened to properly by oh, the absolutely. staff or like First you know because you're black and like do you feel it influences that yeah. too? I can't really say it's because I'm black because I hate I'm the type of person where like I know racism exists but I hate going somewhere and 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 feel someone's treating me differently and then feel it's because of my skin. Yeah. I don't know if that's weird to feel that way but like mm-hmm. for example if I see like a bunch of white girls talking about me I hate to go oh it's because I'm black I hate to say that I don't know why. Right, right. So no, for example. That. Uh, when I was in the hospital, my midwife was white. All my nurses were white. Mm-hmm. Everyone was white. Um, so, but I hated to think that they would treat me differently because I'm black. I hate to think that. But it makes me, it gives me no choice but to think that because they did not listen to me. Um, you know, I, obviously, I know a little bit about giving birth because for the whole nine months, I was fucking watching YouTube videos about giving birth and I did a lot of research. That, and what I do know is that, um, you know, the baby kind of helps you. you. It's not just you. The contractions, and like I'm telling you about that pain. So the time that you go from zero dilutes, from your cervix getting open to 10 centimeters, that's what hurts because you, te- technically your body's contracted. Yeah, it's, it's opening, stretching. It's yeah. stretching. So you would think that obviously that's going to hurt, and that's what's hurting from the zero to 10. Mm. Once you're at 10, you're right. It takes about 10 minutes because it's open. It's ready, mm-hmm. right? And the baby knows that too. So when the baby knows that the circumference, the head is when the baby feels the opening yeah. he's pushing himself out too yeah right so when you're pushing your baby's also pushing too mm-hmm. so that's why it's easy that's the easy part the right. contractions is harder if you do it if you don't do an epidural if you don't the obviously you're going to feel the pain but what i'm saying is your baby helps you so what what happened with mine is that um i i, I was going pretty fast i don't know if i was my i was diluting faster than my midwife thought like i don't exactly know but um you know, I, by the time I got to the hospital, I was five centimeters. So I did half of it by myself. And when I, th- and I I'm so proud of myself for that because it was the yes, most ma'am. painful thing ever. Yeah. But when I was there, my midwife made me feel like I was, I, like I was, I, I just felt like I was annoying everyone. And yeah. I and I hated that feeling because yeah. I'm, it was, I was in so much pain and I really wanted to do it without an epidural. But when I looked, when I turned to my right, my boyfriend's texting my family because everyone's wondering if I'm okay. And obviously because they couldn't be there. So obviously my mom and everyone's like wondering if I'm okay. So my boyfriend's just texting and I'm looking for his support because I can feel a contraction coming. And then I'm looking for my midwife and she's just fucking doing shit on the computer. <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm just like, oh my God, someone help take my hand. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, another one's coming. Oh my God, oh my God. And I'm just freaking out. 
and I just felt like I was stressing one everyone out. Literally, yeah. there was no one there for me. I was like, I was like, I was like calling my boyfriend's name. I'm telling him like, come, 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 and he's he's and like he's just like, texting, and he's obviously doesn't know what to do either. So, um, if any woman who's pregnant now or wants to get pregnant, train your boyfriend before this happens, <laughs> please, because if you don't want an epidural, you're gonna need him. So I wish I trained my boyfriend before to like tell me positive affirmations as I'm going through it, because it's really all your mind. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. go through it. Many women have without an epidural, but you really need someone to tell you, um, to walk you through it, and to keep telling you to breathe, because mm -hmm. obviously if you keep breathing, you'll feel the pain less. Anyway, besides the point, um, I ended up getting the epidural because I couldn't take it anymore. I, I felt like there was no one around for support. Um, and also, if, I just feel like if my mom was there, it would have been different. Because my mom would have been holding my hand and looking at me. She's obviously been through it. Mm -hmm. So she would have been there and just helping me, helping me. And then maybe I wouldn't have took the epidural. But obviously, because of COVID, only one person was allowed. Mm. Um, but before I went into labor, my midwife asked me if um, I wanted to take this antibiotic, right? A certain antibiotic that I had to take because I was GBS positive. I don't want to get into that. But it's basically some bacteria that had a possibility of transferring to my baby. Um, and like one in 100 baby, when they get contracted with that bacteria, they can develop measles and all these different types of stuff. So she's just scaring me with right, things. Right. And obviously, I was like, OK, I don't know if I should take it or not. I, she told me that some most women, some and most women, only take that certain antibiotic when they develop a symptom of that bacteria during labor, and one of them is fever. So she but said, you, if yeah, you develop okay. a fever, then I'll give you this antibiotic in your IV. But mm -hmm. if you don't, then I won't give it to you. And that's how I'm, I'm not really an antibiotic person. I don't really mm -hmm. like take a lot of drugs. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't even get the flu vaccine. Like, I think that's stupid. Like, as long as you have a good immune system, you don't need to get flu, the flu shot. Like, all that shit type of shit. That's what I believe, at least. So I wasn't really pro-drugs anyway. So when she said she would only give it to me if I got a fever, I was like, okay, cool. When I was developing the fever now in labor, um, the doctor had told me what she was giving me, too. So I did my own research, too. She told me what specific antibiotic she was giving me, and she said it was called vancomycin. Some nurses might know that antibiotic. And I looked at it myself. It's a pretty heavy drug, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, but that was the only one that was going to kill my certain culture of bacteria. So she told me that's what she was going to put in my IV. So when I'm now on the bed, I see the nurses putting it in my IV because I got the fever. So they gave me two Tylenols, and then they, I saw them changing my IV and putting the vancomycin in. But then I heard the nurse say, um, one vancomycin, one cephalexin. And I'm thinking, cephalexin? You didn't tell me you were giving me that. Mm -hmm. So then I, I say to the nurse, I'm like, I thought you were giving me vancomycin, not cephalexin. She did not answer me. I swear to God, nobody answered me. I'm, it's just sure. an antibiotic, so it's not like it can fucking kill me. Right. But it's just like, why well, are you not answering it? me? Yeah, it's, what is it's, it? It's cephalexin. It's an antibiotic. But yeah, but why are you giving it to me now? Like, exactly. Like, answer me. Exactly. Hello. No so one answered good. me. Yeah. Nobody answered. She did not answer me. I just heard her just do what she was doing, and she walked away. And I'm sitting there like... Yeah, I oh, thought, you didn't oh, tell sorry. me... <laughs> you know, she I didn't answer me, so... that That's when it kind of made me think, like, are you, like, why aren't you listening to me? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I just exactly. asked you what you're giving me. That's a right. drug. I'm clearly, and my baby's getting it too. Like, why are you giving me that? Mm -hmm. I obviously know what cephalexin is. It's, it's, a, it's, again, it's an antibiotic that you normally get when your body has an infection, but I don't have an infection. Yeah. So why the fuck are you giving me that? I'm but I, I've learned now that hospitals, the more they give you, the more they get paid. The 100%. more you see them, right. the more, so all those type of things. So yeah. I don't know if it's like some type of like scam where they're like, oh, you know, let's just throw this in here to get an extra hundred dollars. Like, I don't know if that's how they think, but right. I do know that, oh, it pays them based on what, what they prescribe mm -hmm. and how much times we see them and what they had to do. So technically all those things they did to your, your girlfriend, yeah. they had to write it down yeah. and then they got paid for it, yeah. right? Because mm -hmm. they reported to the government. That's crazy, man. So I don't know if that was why, but I, I did feel that way. And then I also felt like, you know, my midwife checked me and I was nine centimeters. 
Right. You said that your girlfriend was nine centimeters, and they started putting up her leg, and they started getting ready. Mm. <laughs> I was nine centimeters, and my midwife left the room. That's crazy. So here I'm thinking, I only thought about this after, but I'm thinking at nine centimeters, you some should be woman, ready to go. You, should, you should be putting my legs up, you should getting be getting ready me ready, because shit's about to happen. Yeah, because I think it's after like six, you just fly. Oh yeah, you fly, yeah, you yeah. go really fast. Fly mm-hmm. straight to be honest, ten. You guys yeah. fly, exactly. So, to be honest, I think that I was five and a half when I got to the hospital. If I didn't take the epidural, I probably would have had the baby within the hour. But because mm-hmm. I took the epidural, it slowed Slow things down, down a little bit. Right. But either way, why are you leaving the room when I'm like 10 centimeters? Right. I don't know if it's because of COVID. I don't know if it's because I'm black. Like, I don't know. But she just fucking left. And then even though I was on the epidural, I still felt it. I just felt mm-hmm. my son pushing. He was coming. Because she left. Maybe he sees tw- the opening now. Because are at 10 centimeters. Exactly. But because my legs were like this, I was like, I was turned to the side, and I'm obviously just kind of relaxing, waiting for shit to happen. Because my legs were closed, and he's pushing, he's hitting my pelvis. Right. Because yeah. he's trying to come out, because he knows I'm, it's ready, and he's probably wondering, Mom, why aren't your legs open? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, why aren't, you, why aren't you ready? Why don't I see the light? Exactly, right? <laughs> Literally, that's what he's thinking. And, and because I kept feeling that, I kept feeling that urge to push, I was like, I was telling my boyfriend, I'm like, you gotta go get the midwife. I have to push now. I can feel it. I can feel it. Like, even though I was on the epidural, I felt it. Right. So I was like, I gotta go. I gotta push now. Or else, like, I'm gonna pull it out myself. Like, I can feel it. And he went in the hallway. He didn't see anyone. He's like, I don't know. I don't know where she is. I don't know where anyone is. And then, and I'm just like, you have to find her. Go find her. Go call someone. And I'm just like freaking out because I know it's coming. Right. And I'm thinking, I also know it's coming because you told me I was nine centimeters 20 <laughs> minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You're definitely 10 by now. Exactly. So it's I was like, like what is good. going on? And then. Maybe, like, mm, 15, 20 minutes later, after I already felt that, she comes in, and I, I'm panicking. I'm like, oh, my God, he's pushing, he's pushing. And she's just like, okay. Okay, so put my legs up. <laughs> Look at my word. pussy. That's Let me push word. it out. She like, was so calm. And I'm like, she's like, okay, we're going to get ready now. And I'm like, but he was just... Open me up. It was, like, I was so shocked that she was so calm. Okay, cool. Now she puts my legs up. She does everything. This is where I'm already 10 centimeters now, obviously. Well, 10. Probably 12. His head's already there. <laughs> His head's already like... there, waiting to come. And anyways, and she puts my legs up now. She's, like, ready to come. Uh, she's, like, getting everything ready now. And then now she goes, okay, push. And she goes... Oh, his heart rate's going down. Why? Because his head is swollen from him trying to come because it was hitting my pelvis. So his head oh got swollen God. from him trying to come, but my yeah. legs, I wasn't ready yet. Yeah. So now that I'm ready, he's like, I'm not coming out now. Because why? Every time I push, no, it's he, hurting his head. No, yeah. So yeah, obviously he's sexy. smart. He's a baby. He's like, I'm not going coming anymore because I was pushing and you, my head's hurting now. Yeah. So then every time I was pushing, his heart rate was going down. Oh, my God. So now there's risk that he could die. <laughs> Oh so it's just like, so I had to get the C-section. But yes. they didn't necessarily know that at first, so I still pushed for about four hours, mm. okay? You pushed for four hours? I pushed hours? for four hours. Four hours? Four hours. That's how long it, it took it for them to find that out, I don't too. know why they do this. I don't like, know. Exactly, <laughs> I, don't I don't know why. I don't know. I pushed for four hours. And then they, I guess we realized that, okay, the doctor kind of came in. Remember, I had a midwife. So midwives don't do C-sections. Midwives are very, like, natural nurses who deliver yeah. the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a, a, do- a OB that was on call. Right. But, of course, there was three women in the hospital at that exact same time who had to have emergency C-sections as well. Oh for the same God. reasons. Heart rate's going down. And because my baby's heart rate... Staff. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But there usually is only one or two OBs on call because it's just an on-call thing. Um, but anyway, because it, it was just a matter of time, it just had to be that there was two other women at the same time as me who needed an emergency C-section as well. So That's crazy. because their baby's heart rate was going down and not going back up, they chose those ladies over me because at least my son, Were he was going... White? I don't know. 
But to be honest, in all fairness, I will say that they, they told me, and this is all I can only talk based on what they know, that their babies was more in death, was more detrimental because their heart was going down and then just staying down. Mine was at least only going down when I pushed. It was going back up when I stopped pushing. Okay. So he's at least safe in there for now. So I, I did feel, okay, obviously, like, save their babies first. Like, you right, know what right. I mean? So then I waited around for maybe, like, two hours. And it also, even if you think about it, like, after you already reach 10 centimeters, your contractions go from every one minute to every seven minutes. Right. And you can only push on contractions. So they're making me push for four hours every seven minutes. Oh, Because I had already reached a 10 centimeters. So even mathematically, when you think about it, it's obviously not good. Like, that's what I'm saying. Why would you leave the room? It literally, I almost know, I don't know if she did it on purpose. I don't know if, is it because I have COVID? I don't know if it's because I'm black. I don't know why. I, I literally don't even know why. I don't. I don't know if it's because... The midwife like was tired. I I don't know. I really don't. It, it, it I sometimes I think That's about crazy, it. Man. Yeah, I think about it now, and I'm like, why did that have to happen? Like, it could have been this way if you had just done this, or if it was That's COVID. Crazy, you know, wild, I don't know. Man. But I just hate that I have to. I had to go through every part because if I had known I was gonna have a C-section, I wouldn't have took the epidural. And exactly, then if I, you know yeah. what I mean. And then if I had yeah. known I was gonna have a C-section, I wouldn't have pushed. And then or and then and, and then not to mention I wouldn't have took all those drugs that I had to do before. And then still, remember, when you do a C-section, it's a surgery. They're cutting you open. You have yeah. to get more drugs. I had to right, get, right. I was, my body was numb from the waist down. And then, so it's even more drugs and even more drugs. Like, I was That's probably, crazy, I didn't start feeling emotion until maybe six weeks. Like, you said at first your girlfriend was just, that was me for six weeks. I felt nothing. Because after your C-section, you have to take two Advils and two Tylenol every four hours. Yeah. So I still felt Nothing. I didn't feel love for my son until about six weeks. Like, oh my God. and remember, your baby needs food every two hours. So I was sleep deprived. And the, what do you? What's the number one thing for healing? Sleep. So I just got cut open, and I can't even heal properly because I have to wake up every two hours to feed my son. Obviously, yeah. like it's literally just like that's it's his hard, survival man. method. It's obviously, hard. it's it was the hardest thing ever. So it's just like, man. Even if I had known I was gonna have a C-section, a lot of women prepare. For a C-section, because right. obviously, yeah, yeah. but I didn't get to prepare for that because I thought I wasn't gonna do that. It was just, and then sometimes when I think about it, it was, if it was the nurse's, fault, like I think truly it was the midwife's fault. Right. You no, know, I agree. With right. Story. Yeah. Hundred percent. It was her. It was her 100%. fault. 100%. Like, why would that happen? And then, I, and then, you know what I mean? It's just so unnatural to have. A, I know that obviously one in three women have C-sections. I know mm-hmm. it's a normal thing. It's, un, it's not. It's not it's, natural. It's, it's not. My body well, was made to push it out. To do this, exactly. Right? So, so you know, cutting open is a the modern way. Birth and like. Rural areas, you know, yeah. different countries don't have access to the type of healthcare. Exactly. They're having babies in forests. In forests, exactly. Swamp, not and obviously, it's lakes. not like as safe. They would say, but I mean, babies still get born. Exactly. That's why babies it wasn't fun. my go-to. It was not my go-to, but I mean, it happened, and then it got infected after that. Oh, and remember, yeah. because I didn't have a doctor, I don't know who to call when it gets infected. That's my another midwife, big problem yeah. that is wrong in Canada. After you have babies, it's so hard to get appointments now. Right. I don't know if it's just because of COVID or how, whatever, but it's, I had to wait literally almost six weeks. It was six weeks, and then it ended up being eight weeks for my daughter to get her first appointment after she was born. Right. Would it be from the doctor now? Remember the OB you guys were seeing? It would have been from her. Nothing. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Nothing. That's weird. Nothing. Normally, the OB. Her postpartum check, she just. Went for it last week. What? what? It's so hard. It might be because of COVID. It might it's be, so yeah, hard to yeah. get appointments now. And, like, I want my daughter to get her shots. Mm-hmm. Supposed to get her shots, it was it six Two weeks? Months. Two, Two months. Two months and four months, yeah. She's about to be three months. It's fine. 
I did my, I did his, I did my son's late, mm. and they'll just always push it back. So it's fine. Don't ever do it, like, back to back. I'm already not like a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a anti-vacciner still, but yeah. like I know that they won't let him in school if I don't do it. So I'm yeah, like, fuck yeah. it, I have to. But they don't ever like see how he missed his two months. It's okay. Yeah. Do it now, and then do his, do his four months the same duration of time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it doesn't yeah. matter as long as he gets them all. It's, it's, it's hard. It's hard but to like. I never knew that. I would say that's after. Right. It's hard. That it's not hard. It should not be. And it sure, it should not be. It really yeah. shouldn't it, be. It probably hard, is man. because of COVID. Because that's really sad. It's hard. Yeah. Like she, um, she her period came back earlier than expected. Mm-hmm. So if you're not, if you're expecting your period to come at a certain time, and it comes early, you're seeing all this blood. Like you don't know. You're if, nervous. Like, something's yeah, wrong with you or is, and yeah. We're calling the OB, can't get an appointment. You go to a walk-in, like, they can't help so, you. Yeah, the, yeah like, walk-in. You know, it's it's so you. hard to get help after you give birth. It's common baby. for a period to come back, though. Like, I, Yeah, but, like, common. it was early. Like, it was, I'm talking, like, four weeks, maybe five. Oh, no, 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 no. That might have still just been postpartum blood. But you they told her the it was a period. Sickness. When she got her, when she went, because they finally took her, They find, she called it four times. Got an emergency appointment, and they went, they're like, oh, it's your period. That's strange. It's strange, that so right? Weird. That's what yeah, I that's thought. Yeah, that's really weird. Because normally they, they say you can bleed, bleed for up to six weeks. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, I would say maybe, like, her first, like, three days were, like, mad heavy, and then after that, stopped. Mm-hmm. Came back, stopped. Came back, stopped. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, that's obviously... I think that could have been just her... That, I don't even know that was her period. So, like, if I'm saying, like, as, as the woman who just gave birth, and, like, you're not, you can't get direct answers, mm-hmm. you're worried. You know, every day, like, she's wondering, like, shit, nigga, I'm gonna drop dead today? Like, what? Like, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, and it's a very scary thing. Like, give, giving birth is so normal, but at the end of the, at, at the same time, it's it's a very scary thing. Mm-hmm. Many women die from giving birth. So it's, it's such, it seems so many normal. Many women die after giving birth. Exactly. Right, so right. it seems so, so normal, but it is it is still a very dangerous thing. Yeah. And how's the postpartum experience? Because I feel like one thing they don't talk about. Oh, they the do hardest. not they talk about really it. It's the hardest part. It's the hardest part. It's the hardest part. Oh, bro. They don't talk about it. I don't I know why like no woman don't. talks about it. First of all, you bleed for six weeks constantly. Yeah. Right? Because they make it seem like, even with like the media and stuff, they make it seem like, you know, you have a baby, you bring it home, you're good. Everything's yeah. I think the first TV show I really saw them like really dive into postpartum was insecure. I don't know if you guys watch Insecure. Yeah. But when Tiffany had her baby yep. yeah. and they talked about like she can't have sex and she still has to wear pads because she's like she's still bleeding. That's the first like I'm like, whoa, I'm like, they're really and then she had postpartum depression where she yeah, didn't want to see her baby. Where she disappeared and XYZ. So I feel like That's crazy. society doesn't talk and they, it happens to a lot I didn't, of women. I didn't know really about it until Honestly, that episode. It's, it's, I didn't it's funny. Google some women and even do throw away research. their baby during some that time because yeah. they can't some deal with it. Try, try to yeah. kill their baby. Yeah, they can't and deal with it. It's funny that you mentioned because a lot of men, it, like women, me, I don't I don't even know much about postpartum. Straight I have to Google it. To it. it. A lot of men really don't know. Even like my friend's boyfriend. She was telling me they were watching Insecure, and he's like, yo, why is she acting so weird? I didn't get it <laughs> like, at the time, yeah. 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 I, I felt dumb. You, like, and my friend was like, As, as a man seeing it, like, you really see, it's like all the emotions carry over, but there's no baby now. So right. she wakes up, and it's like some days, like, she's, she's, just, she's just out of it, bro. And then you're already tired because you're dealing with a baby. Right. That baby's up every two hours. Every right. on, the every, dot. on the dot. On the dot. <laughs> they wake up two hours on bro, the dot. Bro, they don't dot. let you breathe. They don't let you breathe, so. <laughs> on the dot. The on craziest the thing <laughs> I've learned about being a father is that when they're that small, you literally have to do everything for them. Yes. This little girl will suck the pacifier, spit it out, and then cry that she spit it out. Like, fam, 
I just gave it to you. I know. What do you want? <laughs> and she'll do that all day. But then, like, you as a parent, like, you, that's when you really realize, like, yo, like, you can't do this shit for yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're, yeah. like, three years old, you can do that. You, you know what I mean? Know. Like, but, like, when you're that small, like, I physically have to do When she gets a little older, everything she might, you. like, as my son now, he pulls it out and he puts it back in. Mm-hmm. So when they get a little older, she's getting, she, she'll she's hold getting it now. It, yeah. But she'll try to put it in her mouth and then she's get frustrated. Get it yet, yeah. She can't get it yet. Mm-hmm. At least she's trying, though. That's that's when she's trying. But my like, son can do it now. Something so. small like that really made me realize, like, yo, you really have to be 100% hands-on. Yeah. Like, yeah. they can't do, they can't survive without you. Mm-hmm. So, Only now she's actually realizing. So babies, for the first three months, they still think they're a part of their mom. Only now, yeah. Does yeah. She know, That's she, why you, you have only... to like wrap them. What's what's it called? When you swaddle. wrap swaddle, swaddle them. them, yeah. So it makes like reminds you like you're my in My daughter the hated the swaddle. Yeah, really? so did. Yeah, my son did not. Oh, like really? It. Yeah. She loves. You, she wants out, to be free. She loves it. Yeah. <laughs> you put socks on her, she will lose it. Oh yeah. Exactly. You know the little onesies with the feet. She hates it. Yeah. So do you cut the feet off? I, I know parents who cut the feet. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not cutting the feet off. Oh my God, Monte! I, I paid too much money for this. You don't worry, bro. You crazy? What I look like? What you look like? I'm not cutting nothing off. Oh my God! Okay. I paid oh God, for the drip. You gonna wear it? I'm dead. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, how was the postpartum experience for you? Because I know you mentioned Man, like it was hard for you because you were so was, drugged up it and was you. So hard. Yeah. Also because I. The healing thing. I guess it was worse for me because of C-section. C-section That's why I don't. I don't even understand how. Like, remember, I can't use the stairs for right. six weeks. I can't, can't drive, drive for six weeks. Yeah. I can't use the stairs. I can't bend over props, and you can't really bend over. They cut mm-hmm. my right here. So, you know, how the hell am I gonna eat? I gotta go downstairs. <laughs> like it was yeah. just so like, yeah. and then almost especially the type of person where you already don't like people doing things for you. Like I don't know. I'm so picky. So it's like if someone makes me breakfast, I'm like, you put blueberries. Like I'm so yeah, 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 yeah. I mean that's what I wanted to do my goddamn self because then I don't want like then I don't have to complain and I don't seem like yeah. a bitch and then you know what I mean so yeah. it was tough to say bless I'm gonna go make breakfast shit I can't move like that mm-hmm. that was it's one hard, thing and obviously yeah. you need to eat because you got to make milk so right. it was all of that and then I think I moved too much that's why I got an infection okay. so and then that was a whole thing too because then I had to go to the our ER but then I had to leave my baby mm-hmm. to go to the ER I can't bring my baby to the ER so. It was just... You got an infection from the C-section? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And remember, I didn't have a doctor, so who the fuck am I going to call? Right. It was, a, it was a doctor on call who did it. So right. I, I was there, and it was COVID, so I'm like, no one's going to fucking see me. Mm-hmm. But then how am I going to know it's infected? You actually know why I knew it was infected? Instagram. I wow. found an OB on Instagram, and I DM'd her, and she actually answered me. She has thousands oh of followers, God. maybe like 200K, and... I never even followed her before. I'm not one of her fans. I literally just Googled it. And mm-hmm. then I DM'd her and I said, hi, um, I really, really hope you answer me, but this is a picture of my C-section. I had like, I told her the whole story and she answered me. And she told me, That's she crazy. said, she said, this looks like it's on its way to be infected. You have to go to the ER. Literally. If that wasn't, wasn't for that lady, I wouldn't have known what the fuck to do because right. no one was, no yeah. one was showing me. Wow. Literally. And it was crazy. I'm like, wow. It's crazy that we live in a time where I can connect to a doctor in Dubai, but a doctor here would not even, insane, like, how? Bro, <laughs> yeah. Literally, she was in Dubai, and she answered me, like, man, I was like, you're a real one. Literally, yeah. I was like, wow. I think people glorify the Canadian healthcare system because it's free, because and it's free. Yeah, we have we taxes and all that stuff, and they're like, oh, you know, can't... Like, yeah, we have great, good healthcare, it's but it's not... It's ass. It's pretty... It's, yeah. it's good compared to other places, like the States, I it feel is, like. Yeah, but, you know what I mean? But... Mm. I'm like, there's a lot of things that I've seen, you know, family members go through. If my grandfather would got, like, it's like, things like, yo, like, 
what the fuck? But maybe because it is funded by the government like that. Because I heard in the States to have a baby, it's maybe about 40 grand. Yeah, but you get what you pay for. Exactly. You That's get true. What you pay for. Yeah. 40 grand. They take care of you. Yeah. They don't charge you for it, but they take care of you. A lot of people, can't even, affo- uh, they buy people say can't even afford, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. you pay bills after, after, yeah. after, after you have a baby in the States, you pay bills for, like, years or to pay that off. Or you don't have insurance. Yeah, if you don't have insurance, like it costs thirty grand, so you have to pay that off after. That's ridiculous. And I guess because you paid for it, maybe it's like a more luxury experience. Because I've seen whenever I'm watching birth birth videos on YouTube of obviously women are in the states, Mm -hmm. their room looks lit. It looks lit, Mm -hmm. beer and And stuff. And I'm like, wow, my room did not. Is it the is it the Netherlands or I don't know maybe Switzerland where like I remember I saw like a picture of like the like the private room after and I was like that looks like a like a Hilton suite. That looks like right? a hotel. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it's that crazy. Is, it's crazy. I'm like But wow. you get what you pay for. It's right. true. Here it's free so they just Maybe that's why. And I feel like maybe really also free. the hospital cuz I know Brampton Civic Hospital, I can't stand the hospital and I say if I ever have an emergency like whether it's a child or just like me physically like I will drive my ass to Tobacco General. Mm. Like a to- is I, that's that better? What, that personally, I think so. Like even when I like, I was born in a topical general. My pediatrician was a topical general, and that's why I went to doctor. Now I go to doctor in Brampton. But like, I grew up in yeah. a topical. And my mom was type of mom like doctor's appointment, blue shots. Like, she yeah. was a very like helicopter yeah. mom. So we were always at the fucking doctor. <laughs> we were always getting checked up. How tall is she gonna be? What's her weight? Stupid <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. So I was always at like I was healthy kid, but I was yeah. always at topical general, and they always treated me well. You know, I knew it. So when Brampton Civic opened up and I heard all these hoes, I'm like, bro, I will never go. Even if I, God forbid, if I ever end up like I need to go to the ER, mm. drive me to fucking Etobicoke General. <laughs> do, I will pay the gas. I'll pay the gas, but do not make me step foot in Brampton Civic. Even my, my, if like, my grandfather gets sick, I where is he? Bram- Fuck, why is he in Brampton Civic? Even it's when like, my cousins have babies, she had a Brampton I'm like, there has to be, like, put, the, I don't know, there has to be a way. Yeah, Even yeah. my sister, recently she had an infection. I was like, bro, I'm bringing you to the doctor, but I'm fucking bringing you to Etobicoke General. I'm not bringing That's you to not Brampton Civic. No, for me, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I live on the southern end of Brampton. I'm south side. Yeah, you're south side. So, me driving to a Topical General is no thing. But yeah. I told him, like, yo, I'm like, you need to go to the doctor today, but we're going to Topical General. Because, you, like I said, my sister got an infection. She was passed around, this, this, that, giving her different things. It wasn't helping her. Started mm. going to her head, all this stuff. So I'm like, yo. Oh, my God. Like... Like I said, that's what I know the healthcare is fucked. They're giving different answers. This is not. We're going to different ERs. Everywhere you go is a different, different answer. Everywhere you go is a different answer. Until one doctor's like, yo, I think it's this. And that's what it turned out to be. And what doctor was that? Topical General. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I'm going to say. When it comes to hospitals, like, it's really about the hospitals and who they employ because, yo, some hospitals are just true. fucking trash. It's very true. Yeah, to be honest, what I did was when I got pregnant, I knew that it's at the hospital. Right. So I'm like, yo, I know if I go to a midwife or an OB in a certain area, that's where they're going to send me to give birth. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let me be strategic on what place I choose. Right. So I I knew, and I remember, I'm a very natural person. I knew I wanted a midwife to deliver my baby, which obviously didn't work out in my favor, but before that, I didn't know that was going to happen. So mm-hmm. I picked a midwife clinic that I knew gave birth at a specific hospital. So at first, I wanted to do Mount Sinai, which is apparently the best place to give birth right, in Toronto. Heard, yeah. So I picked a midwife clinic that gave birth at Mount Sinai. Mm-hmm. But something, when I went there, something about the lady just, you know when you just feel energy from yeah, someone? I'm yeah. like, eh, I don't wrong. know if I like you with my baby. <laughs> so then I moved to Northrop General, which also wasn't that bad, and mm-hmm. that's where I did it. To be honest, the nurses and the whole hospital in general was amazing. I think it was just because COVID wasn't, they didn't know anything about COVID at the time, so they're just scared that I had COVID, mm-hmm. which is so right, stupid. Right, right. So I think I honestly blame more on COVID because I think even my experience after, the nurses were so nice. They, you're not even supposed to bathe. They bathed me. You're not even supposed to. They're oh, not wow. supposed to. But because they see that I couldn't fucking move, the nurse said she bathed me. She would come in and check on the baby. She wrapped the baby for me. She rocked the baby, obviously, because I 
To be honest, my mom told me that in the 90s, things have changed. In the, when my mom gave birth to me in the 90s, when you had a C-section, they took the baby for three days because you need to heal. Mm -hmm. So they would take the baby away from you. There was nurses that took care of your baby for three days until you healed, and then they sent you home. Right. They don't do that anymore. They still let me, even though I just had surgery, cut open, they still let me take care of the baby, mm -hmm. which doesn't make any sense. That just shows sense. you how much they've taken out, the government has taken out of the healthcare system, what it right. used to be and what it is now. Right. My mom also told me that they would give you everything. Remember, because babies... They would send you home with shit. They like, would put diapers, diapers, everything, because they don't know what you have or what you don't everything. have. Everything. They don't do it anymore. I got nothing. They don't, they don't send you home with nothing. Nothing. I got nothing. But um, it does matter where you give birth. Like, if you're going to... I'll say that if you do research of where you're going to go to know... Because I knew I hate Ajax Hospital. That's where I live. That's where I live, and I hate it. I heard. Hospital. I've heard stuff about Centennial. I've heard stuff about Scarborough General. Terrible, terrible. terrible. Mm -hmm. So really do look where you're going because you, you need you, at the end of the day you rely on these people to save your life and it's so crazy yeah. it's so serious to think about it like that they and they're care, so they're, they're so, so they're so just flop with your life mm -hmm. so I like, remember literally. my mom got maybe a few years ago my mom got she used to like when she was working at her old job she used to like travel different stores and she was all the way up in Barrie and she got really sick like she had to go to the hospital like emergency mm -hmm. and she was in I don't know what hospital it was in Barrie but like I remember we had to go visit her because she was like literally she'd stay there for like maybe like two days and like that and I remember like yo this is a nice ass and they took really good care of her she had her own I'm pretty sure she had her own room like a nice like room with maybe one other person but like still very private mm. and I remember like going to like see her or whatever and like it was still like it was a I'm like this is a very like positive like and like they took care of her like she obviously like got over it and something like that but I'm like this is a, this is different than what Brampton Civic was yeah. that from what I know mm. but it was bad but um another thing that I would say kind of like lastly is like the age of having because you're both like what 27 I'm 27 yeah the age of like having because I feel like I mentioned this before in like previous episodes um, women have a biological clock where they feel like I need to have kids before I'm 30 because, you know, also, like, health risks go up after you're 30, things like that. Agreed. And also, I would say back in, like, our parents' generation, kids were, or parents were popping out kids, like, early, like, 23. My yeah. grandmother got married at 23, things like that. My That's mom true. was the only one out of all her, like, cousins or her sister to have a child, I think, older than, like, 20. Mm. Pretty sure all of them got, had children earlier. My mom had me at 30. So, like, what would you say now, like, both being parents in, like, your 20s, like, what you feel about, like, that age? And if we should put pressure on ourselves to have kids earlier, what is the ideal age you would think to have kids? Or if there is even yeah, an ideal age yeah. to have kids? Well, for me, um, my mom had me at 27. Right. Um, I also had my daughter at 27. But I feel the times have changed so much where, like, you look back, our grandparents had, like, two kids in the family at, like, 25. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, at 25, people are just getting their lives started. You're right. You know what I'm saying? People are just finishing university because they've been spending the last five years fighting with loans and all this mm -hmm. kind of different thing. People are just getting their careers started. They're just getting their first car, just getting their first apartment. And it's so much harder for our generation now. Things are so much more expensive. Right. So it's hard to really... It's harder to migrate. Yeah, it's, it's harder to say to yourself, oh, I'm going to have a family by 26. Right. Mm -hmm. That's impossible. That, that almost seems impossible. Right. You asked me last year when I was 26 if I would be here, I'd tell you absolutely not. Same. <laughs> absolutely not. And yeah. not, not because I didn't want to be a father. I wanted to be a, a father since I was 12 years old. Mm -hmm. But just, I'm the type of person where I feel like I can't, I'm not going to take on something if I don't know if I can handle it. Right. I like to be prepared. I like to be able to know, like, this is what I'm doing, and I got to do X, Y, and Z to do this. Mm -hmm. If I don't feel I can do that, then I don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. 
So that's what I'm saying. If at 26, 25, you asked me, like, would you have a little girl? And you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Start a family. I would have been like, hell no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, it's definitely harder for people now. And then uh, another thing is people are afraid to have babies because of the way our generation kind of operates. Yeah, you know what I'm no, saying? Like, chivalry's dead now. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> Niggas ain't taking care of their bitches. You know what I'm saying? Like, women are... <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you put that. <laughs> Niggas ain't taking care of their bitches. You know what I'm saying? Women are out here and... They're running the streets now. Women are in charge. Facts. Women are the bosses. Yeah, Women are making the money. They don't need niggas now. You look back, when our grandparents' era, it was like, oh, the men have to be. Yeah, and that's how my grandmother is. They got to bring, <laughs> bring the bacon home now. Yeah. Women don't need that. They don't need that from you. So why don't so, want to take a baby off of you? So what you bring into the table? <laughs> that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. It's different now. So, like, I feel women are kind of like almost a... Because you don't want to have no baby with no bum nigga. You know what I'm saying? I don't. You don't want to have no baby with no <laughs> bum, nigga. No, and, and, and honestly, it's not even really about money. It's about just being a father that, that's there, mm-hmm. that shows up. You don't have to have it, like, all figured out. You don't have to have, like, thousands of dollars saved up to send your kid to whatever college she wants by the time she's fighting. Like, you don't have to have that. But you just got to understand that you have a family now that you got to provide for. You got to be there for Day one, and that's I feel like if a lot of men showed that to women, they would be more comfortable to say, "Okay, I can be a young mom. I can do this." Because mm-hmm. even though they're they're self sufficient and they can handle things on their own, nobody wants to yeah. raise yeah. a baby alone. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Nobody yeah. wants mm-hmm. to have to deal with a growing child and it's just you. Like they'll do it if you have to. Don't get me wrong. My mom was a single mom. She did it, but everybody loves the help. Right, you're right. You know what I'm saying? So I think I that's, that's where the difference I, I is. I did it, and I... God, if I had to do it by myself... It, it's crazy, and you really realize it, like, <laughs> when you're going through it. Mm-hmm. Like, I could never in a million years be a single dad. Never. Mm-hmm. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. Mm-hmm. I spent four hours alone with my daughter, and, like, I'm... Exhausted. I'm panicking, like, <laughs> pressure's on. Like, when you coming home, like, what's she gonna do next? Yeah. She's sleeping now, I gotta have her bottles. Like, like I'm... The pressure's on me. Yeah. And I, it's just been four hours. <laughs> See, I told you. It's just been four hours. <laughs> I told so, you. So, like, what? the hardest, like, even with simple things, like, trying to change her, like, I am so scared, bro. Her head, like, I'm trying to make sure I don't hit her soft spot when I'm putting on her clothes. Like, you're mad scared. And you realize that there's people out there that do this by themselves every day. I could never. Mostly I could never. women. Yeah, mostly, mostly women. women. Mostly women. women yeah. And they do it, and some women, they, they do this with more than one kid. They have two kids, they have three kids, they have, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and they're doing it by themselves. And when you're going through it now and you see, like, how much work it takes, like, it's 100% commitment. Mm-hmm. You can't be a halfway part-time parent. You can't do that. You can't be an Instagram parent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know you're you right. Gotta, you got to be there. If, if you're going to be a person that says, I want to be 100% involved, you have to be there from day one from day one. So going through that and seeing how much work it takes, how much dedication, like the lack of sleep. I can't tell you the last time I've gotten like a full 
night's rest yeah, of like sleep. Eight hours, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like a solid eight hours uninterrupted of just... Don't worry, that changes. She's I, still obviously, young. it changes, but I'm saying, like, to go from the pregnancy to the baby being here to that, and you really see, like, how much it takes. Mm-hmm. It's no hard, breaks. man, so I don't, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think women are wrong for... Being I also worried. don't think women get enough credit. Like on a society right. level, women do not get enough they credit. Don't. Because right. I've also heard say, people say, "Oh, you're just a stay-at-home mom," and I'm like, "Do you know how much you mm-hmm. have to pay a babysitter to do what I do all day, and I do it for free?" <laughs> for free. Forty-seven k a year. Okay, and yeah. I do it for free because it's my kid. So don't ever tell me that what I'm doing is not the same equivalent to you going to work every day. It's just, the kids are exhausting. Babies are exhausting. Exhausting. It takes a lot of you. The second my son sees me on my phone scrolling, <laughs> hits me. He wants my attention. I can't mm-hmm. be on my phone. Yeah, right. Like, 100%. He's like, what do you, he, he, he wants, he realizes I'm on my phone so much, all he wants is my phone. Because mm-hmm. he's probably thinking, why A lot of girl, babies now. He's like, why is this girl girls. always on her phone? Yeah. I but want they, that they too. They really just want to do whatever you're yeah, doing. Whatever you're doing. Even if she's just laying there playing, like, if I'm not looking at her, exactly. giving her her yeah. full attention, like, she's getting upset. She's getting upset. She's getting upset. <laughs> she so wants true. to play. Like, she wants you to interact with her. Yeah. And, like, that people look at that and say, "Oh, that's nothing." Like you're no. complaining, but that that it's, takes a lot. Takes you're a already lot. tired. Yeah. yeah, you haven't slept. You barely ate yourself. Like, yeah. I think what a lot of parents struggle with is when they have babies, they forget to take care of themselves, or they don't because they don't have the time to take care of themselves. Like I will realize it's eight o'clock. I haven't ate for the day. Oh my God. Yeah. I haven't ate nothing for the day. And it's worse for the woman because yeah, because you have to breastfeed. You have to eat. So now, like, I'm on her. Like, yo, like. You need to eat, like, you need to get up. Or is she sleeping? She's tired, so of course, any little sleep she gets, she's out. Mm-hmm. But I gotta wake her up out of her sleep, like, you gotta pump. You know, she gotta eat soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's a constant, non-stop. Oh. Snow breaks, bro. Don't do it, zero out of 10. But not like, you know, <laughs> Don't do it, don't, don't do, do it, zero out of 10. I'm playing. Well, I guess that was his, that, that's babies. his take on the, on the, on the generation the babies, thing. He's man. basically saying, don't do it. That's what you're saying? No, I'm saying do it. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> That's Have what I'm saying. Babies. It's all worth it. They're man. beautiful. It's man. really all worth it. To be honest, it sounds like it's crazy, but it's at the end is worth it. Yeah, it's I'm all worth it. You. It really just shows you, like you know, whenever you see someone's grind and then you realize that like this is what they got at the end, and then they say was it worth? They'll talk about how much it hurt, they hated it and all this stuff and how much it was hard. But then at the end, if you ask them if it was worth it, they say absolutely. It's literally that. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's so hard. It's a There's Swedish so much joy. obstacles. But it's so worth it. So I think that our generation is just scared. Mm -hmm. Um, They just don't know what's at the end of the road. They don't know what's at the end of the road. And I remember a lot of people telling me, are you ready? Are you ready? And no one's ever ready. No one. Even when you're 40, you're not ready. Mm -hmm. Even when you're 35, you're not ready. Even when you have all the money in the world, you're not ready. So it, you don't, you don't, you can't read a book on how to be a parent. You can read a book on a tips, but it all just comes, it just comes. Come. And it's, it's trial and error, and it's just, it's just learning. It's, it's, it's honestly all just, you, you're ready when it comes, and you just, you just, you just get thrown in there, yeah. and then it, it's, it, it works out. Like, it's not like, you have, you can prepare, obviously, you can do all those things, yeah. but I prepared for my birth and didn't go that way. So your exactly. girlfriend didn't go that exactly. way. So you can prepare all you want for the kid, and then the kid comes out and, doesn't isn't like anything that you read in the books. You see what I mean? So it's I just, think that's the biggest fear for fathers, especially. Like, a lot of men are afraid, especially men that are having daughters specifically. A lot of them are afraid to like be a father to a daughter because they don't know how to. They're afraid mm-hmm. of like, you know what I'm saying? It's 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 easy if you have a, if you're a guy and you have a son. 
because you can raise him the way you handle yourself. But when you have a little girl now, and you see her, and you know like you're 100% responsible for this little girl. It's different, it's different. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of men get afraid to step up to that. But like she said, like you don't know how to do shit. Yeah, you don't, bro. You don't. You can watch every video. Exactly. You can research every article, but once that baby is here and you're looking at that baby, like you don't, you don't know. Mm -hmm. Everything's trial and error. You're gonna fuck up. It's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. But you grow with it, and you learn with it, and you become better. But you're not gonna do that if you're not there. Right. So I'm saying, like, you have to be there. This is a. If, it's a, if you're calling it a job, like you gotta show up. Clock in, clock out. No yeah. sick days. No, no sick no days. Sick. Like you, yeah. every no day, break. every day you learn something new, because they're learning. Every day for them, their brains are developing. They're realizing different stuff. They're learning how to do different things, and you're learning those things with them. So I know now. Okay, you like to play with this, or like you can grab onto this. Mm -hmm. You can do this. The other day, my I put my daughter. She was doing tummy time. She flipped over. I was like, what the fuck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you picked that up from. So yeah. I'm saying, like, you never did that before. Yeah. But now I know, like, I can't put you, you on your stomach you, by the edge roll, of the bed because yeah. you don't flip you off. Flip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, but I wouldn't know that if, like, if you didn't see that dad, it's yeah. different than me seeing them myself versus her mother, like, sending me a video. Like, oh, she flipped over. I'd be like, oh, all right, yeah, cool. For sure. But right. then, like, so to me, to you have to be there. Mm -hmm. 100%. So I think fathers, like, you got to realize... It's on you. You gotta clock in. You gotta lock in. You gotta realize this is bigger than you. Mm -hmm. It's bigger than you. It's bigger than anything else you got going on. Whether you and um, your partner aren't. A lot of times, guys get afraid because they're, and them and their partner aren't on the same page or something yeah. like that. But you gotta realize it's it's bigger than all of that. You have to right. clock in from the jump because mm -hmm. you have to learn with that child. That's the how you figure out what type of parent you're gonna be. You know what I'm saying? So. I feel like all men are having babies, just like what she said, you're not gonna know what you're doing. Same thing for mothers. Mothers are figuring it out too. They're a little better than us, but they're figuring it out. Mm -hmm. So you gotta you gotta learn and grow. That's that's all it is, man. That's all it is from day one. Day one. <laughs> Face your fears. And you know when they're ready, so don't be scared. But I also think that I mean, I'm, 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 I'm not saying I'm like oh, a pro. I'm pro mom, so now I'm like, oh my god, I want my friends to get pregnant. So, oh, on that, on that, uh, yeah, pregnant. right. So on the, on the, <laughs> on the question you asked about like our generation and the pressure, um, my sister's pregnant right now. She's ten years older than me. She's yeah. actually due any moment now. She could be even in labor right now, to be honest. Wow. Um, and she's ten years older than me, so she's thirty-seven, and she's only having her baby now, and mm -hmm. she's having a little bit of complications. So yes, as you get older, it does get like mine was easy, right? Mm. Not the labor, but the pregnancy. It was yeah. easy. Nothing yeah. happened, you know, because I'm young, right? So, obviously, in general, you know, there was Kobe at 25, and then it was Kobe at the... I don't know what, however he lived, but I'm just saying basketball players are always their best in their prime, and then when they get older, they're not, because there's yeah. just a body. So, same right. thing as carrying a baby. You're building something. You're using your body every single day. Your body's making something. So, it's obviously going to be easier when you're younger. So, it's not necessarily that you have, like, a cap of time, but things tend to go down after you're 30. It's right? harder, So, I would, sure. say, I would say that, like, if... It's really, it is, to be honest, all about togetherness. Right. So it's all about building relationships. You're and as a generation, you just have to get ready to do, you have to just get ready, uh, to get ready to be in that type of committed relationship. Because mm -hmm. a lot of girls want boyfriends and boyfriends don't want girlfriends. So mm -hmm. it's really just that. And if, and if we can, you know, man up and just kind of like realize that 
who are you when you're like yeah like men think think about like men who are in the club at 40 like what are you doing you don't have a wife <laughs> come on like you know what i mean like you're 40 home, years son. old right like, home, like you don't son. you don't have a wife yeah. or like go anything home, you know you're still trying to get the 22 year old girls that are now at the club like yeah. you know what i mean so it's really just all about men stepping up and 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 just wanting to be with one woman only and then that's how babies can get made so right. i can't even blame girls for like wanting it but then not having someone to do it with because obviously they know they want to do it with someone that they love and they want to do it together so i can't even blame girls but then you know it really it really it really is on the guy mm -hmm. to be honest and then another thing is i think women I, I can get into this talk about this so much but i think a lot of women are going to have problems now having babies because they've been on birth control since they were 18 and now they're yeah. 30 trying to have a baby that's 12 years of changing your body yeah. mm -hmm. that yeah. it's going to take it's going to you're going to it's going to take a for while sure. because you know, like, I, that's why I truly think men should be the one taking birth control, to be honest. Because if you know, yeah. let me, let me, no, let me, no, let me, no, let me explain one thing to you, okay? A woman can only get pregnant every nine months. That's true. Right? Yeah. A man can get nine women pregnant within nine days. Think about that for a second. Yeah. So it's men that can get pregnant, that can get nine women pregnant in nine days consecutively, okay? That's crazy. But a woman can only get pregnant every nine months. So that means it's your shit that should be stopped. stopped. Why is that? Like, <laughs> That's a really good way to break it down. Exactly. And, really and, like good the, way to break and down. also, like, the ovulation period exactly. of a woman is so slim. There's only seven yeah. days. But a man... And it's less than seven ovulation period. Maybe it's, like, when, like, it's, like, it's, literally, you're like, You're really only fertile for seven days, but the best... It's only... There's it's only, only three, only like, three days that it's solid days. of like you a woman to is, catch those solid days you're trying to get pregnant. So only three days out of... 28, and yeah. then a man is any, every single day. Every day, bum, yeah. bum, bum, five times club, a day. Club, club, jump, he jump, can jump. actually get a woman pregnant. He can get he can get a woman, uh, he could get five women pregnant the same day. What am I saying? Oh, for sure. So, exactly, so that's what I'm saying. Why is it not that's you guys? That's the kind of day you have, man. <laughs> <laughs> mm, you could. So that's Quite why it's like, day. why is it not the man who is on birth control? Yeah. That just shows you we live in a patriarch society. Yeah. That's just what it is, because yeah. it's crazy that it's us who are altering our bodies and getting fat and having hormonal changes and da 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 and this and that and all going all through the, and then and then now I'm 30 and you're putting pressure on me because I had to get birth control when I was 18 because the doctor gave it to me. Like, what type of world is this? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's a cycle. Like, now you're telling me I'm too old that babies, well, bitch, you shouldn't have given me birth control at 18. Yeah. Or niggas, you should have been stopping your shit. Get a vasectomy. I honestly think that oh, men yeah, should be no. getting vasectomies. 100%. Because you guys can stop that too. Yeah. No. When a woman ties and off, she ties fuck. off. No. But uh, when Vante? a man can stop it and unstop it? Vante? No, listen, because I don't think you guys understand. When it, you know how there's so many complications that come with getting your tubes tied. Trust me. And also getting your tubes, it's reversible, but it's so risky. So risky. Yeah. Vasectomies are reversible. Reversible. And the healing time for a vasectomy, you ice your balls for what, a week? It's Fuck off. Yeah, I don't get it. It's your balls. Though. I don't care. Women, women can't move for a week when they're on their period. Ice them. Ice them and shut up. No, but think about it. You you get you get cramps for a week on your period every fucking month. Okay, they can't then. ice you, their... Like, before we recorded the show, you saw me laying here. Before Tiana came, I had cramps, bro. <laughs> He's like, are you good, fam? I'm like, bro, I have bad cramps right now. He's like, are you going to record? Shut the fuck up. He's like, what? no. He's like, why did you take nothing for it? Fuck you. I didn't, I didn't want to take it anymore. I didn't take drugs for my natural shit. shit. No, no I'm it. telling you. Why did you take nothing? I'm you telling take you, anything man. For it, fam? No, I didn't. Tie off. If you don't want kids, tie off. Tie right. it off, bro. Tie Lock off. it off. So what's up, bro? You getting a vasectomy? It's something that could happen, maybe. Yes, it's something. I'm telling you. Yeah, it's something I'd be open to. That. Why? You're already popping out your kid. She's already have get her period back. This X Y Z just clip your snip, bro. Yeah, I don't get it. Cause I I'm even sitting here thinking, 
Because I'm obviously, you know, still with my boyfriend. No. And I'm like, okay, now I have to figure out birth control options because yeah. I'm not trying to have another baby. And it's very easy to have another baby right away. Because oh, the woman's body yeah. is just like, let me get it. You yeah. know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, what am I going to do about birth control? But then I'm looking at all the side effects. Mm-hmm. And also some of it stops breastfeeding. And I have to still think about breath. And it's just like, it's so confusing. So much pressure on me. And yeah. I'm like, all for a nigga to get his nut? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Dog, you ain't lying. Exactly. You ain't lying. No lie, you ain't lying. That's literally. But, but still, though. No. Yeah, you're gonna no. have to do it. Oh, That's no, what I mean. No. Yes, I you mean, will. Unless you want you that Jamaican? random baby I'm at. Huh? I'm Bahamian. Oh, okay. Yeah, unless you want that random baby at like. The miracle baby? 38, and it's like, girls <laughs> wasn't planned, but she's on birth control, and you're two to time, and you're busting up her club. And now. Look at you, surprise baby, fuck. Just have safe sex, man. Yeah, wear some co- yeah, condoms. No one wants yeah. to practice safe sex in a committed relationship. That's, Especially when that's you're, like, married true. or yeah. you have kids. Right? No one's going to, oh, let's wrap it up every day, babe. No. no that's the context I can see it. If I'm, like, in a relationship, I've been years in, I yeah, have my kids already. It's like, yo, it I'm not risking yeah, exactly. this anymore. Yeah, exactly. Tie off. Okay. So I, I can see it in that context. In that context, I can agree, but there's no other way. At the moment, I don't know. I'm not telling you get a vasectomy now. Like, I would never, but Shit, if, like, if I just you... might, because I'm not going back to bed. Okay. <laughs> no, but, but, no, but that's like, sleep. okay, we have, like, four kids. To be honest, or we have three, can I say, we have our I, number. I think you still should, because I don't want to have your girlfriend to have to go through what I'm going through and then just do it. Would you go no. back to bed? No, I don't want to. I'm the only re- To be honest, the only reason why I'm thinking of going back to bed is so I can tie my fucking dupes. Because I just want oh, to no, get it over with. Exactly, and it's, it's just like, why am I doing that when he can just tie off? But my thing is, he doesn't even have to tie off. Because the thing is, what if you want to have another one? I do. And that's what I'm saying. So don't tie it off now. But he should tie off now, because I don't want to do it within the next two years, maybe like three, four years. And then you want to reverse it after? He can reverse it. Why not? (laughs) And then tie it off again when you're done? How many kids do you want to have? Two, total. max. Oh, okay, right? okay, okay. It's easier for him to tie and untie than for me to tie and untie. And it's That's also true. easier for me. Like, imagine, like, taking birth. Like, the last time, remember, I had a really negative experience with birth control. That's another reason why I got fat, I got pimples, and then you're not going to like me anymore. Like, it's better for both of us. Like, yeah. why, like you know what I mean? Would you, you rather like, pimply fat girl or IUD? I'm scared of that shit. Look, I'm yeah, so I scared. Bit, yeah. So it's like, I've heard babies being born with it on their head. I've heard, I've heard, <laughs> I thought the one with the baby was holding it in the head. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, like, I was on the pill since I was, like, 18, and I recently stopped, because I was just like, bro, I'm just like... I'm over it. Exactly. Ready. I'm happy no, you I'm stopped. No, no, ready. No, 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 you know what? I'm happy that you stopped. I'm just like, I'm happy I also you stopped. used to get really, I'm like, I used to be like, I used to get really like, bad headaches sometimes. Mm. And I was like, yo, I wonder if it's the birth control. And ever since I stopped, I don't get headaches as often. Mm. So when I, obviously I'm going to go back on some type, because I'm not trying to have no baby. Obviously I will go back on some type of method, but it's, mm. I'm looking more into maybe like IUD, like I don't know. Um, or maybe I'll just start taking a different type of pill. But like, yeah, it's definitely, birth control does do a lot to you. It does a lot. And you know what's crazy is that they actually invented a male um, birth control. Yeah. In the UK, (laughs) they were testing it out on different men. So they took a bunch of 50 participants and they were testing it out to see if, you know, it was a thing that they could possibly run out to the world, okay? Mm -hmm. The 50 men came back and said, oh my God, it gave me headaches, it gave me cramps, it made me fat. Bitch, that's what we go through. It's the same (laughs) thing. So that's why it's just like you men are such babies. And then you have the audacity to tell me that... I'm I'm the irrational one. You can't even handle a birth control pill. <laughs> and I have to handle that. I can't. 
So it's, it's just sad that it could be it could be a thing. Male mm-hmm. birth control could be a thing. But because we live in a patriarch world where, oh, my God, we don't want men. We don't want men having headaches every day, do we? Ben, let's just give it to the woman so that they can nut. Yeah, men need to be And it really, control. at the end of the day, is just so that they can nut. It's like, are you? It's just so big. When I know. think about that, I'm like, I just, be, I want to become a feminist. I'm just like, ugh. You're not a feminist? <laughs> but I want to become one because I'm like, really, at the end of the day, women go, th- thousands of women go through that, millions, so that niggas cannot. <laughs> Fuck out of here. We've had this episode shit. name before. Hey, that, if, I was about to say that. If, That's the title, right? If man had to go so through what women die. went through. Um, no, they die. It, no, the title is Men Need to Be on Birth Control. Or we're doing all this men just need so to be men on birth cannot. control. I, I like just, <laughs> just so you can nut. Has a ring to it. That's crazy, yeah. <laughs> we do all this just so you can nut. That's crazy, man. I'm not going on no birth control. Yeah, I'm not with that. You had you guys feel good? I feel like we like I've wanted this episode for so long, and now you guys both because she was like you wanted to do it from like months ago, and yeah. Tiana was like I listen to your podcast, I want to talk about being a mom, and I was like both, I'll have you both, and this is great. I feel like I've learned this is the first episode where I've actually learned so much. I feel like I was silent like, oh wow. Like, yeah, this is the least time. you've talked. Yeah, for an episode. <laughs> like, this is like out of my realm, right? Most I can relate to this, but I'm not a parent. It's but the I most I've talked too. Like this is yeah, but shit. I feel like this episode where I've actually like it's educational on my guest part. So yeah. I want to thank you guys no for being on. Um, yeah, this was good, and hopefully, any person listening, like I hope this, you know, opens your mind to having kids, when you want to have kids, the relationships, and how relationships affected when you had kids. Oh, another hot topic though. Before oh, we close out, a lot of people are worried about not being able to celebrate their pregnancies through baby showers and stuff like that. Oh, I'm not worried. Gender about reveals that. during yeah. COVID, but don't worry about it. Yeah. You know? I we didn't get to have one, mm-hmm. but when you have people surround you that love you like my friends surprised me on my birthday right. with a baby shower for me oh, that's oh amazing. so nice so you just gotta have people around you you know that want to be involved so and care nice. mm-hmm. yeah. because we were we were down about it to right. be honest yeah. like it's my first child like you want to yeah, celebrate yeah, yeah. and then on top of it sense. like you could we couldn't even i felt bad being happy about it because at the time like when i found out i was having a girl like the george floyd and Breonna taylor thing just mm-hmm. happened yeah so like how am i gonna come out and be like hey hi guys my life is so happy and then you know yeah. the oh, whole world like, it was hard yeah. it was hard so just people going Shit. through it during oh, covid really with everything going on like don't even worry about it man you know they always say babies bring blessings so yeah, yeah. they do yeah 100 for sure yeah, so I want to thank you guys for joining. Chris, thank you for talking so much. Hey. I love having you. Because I feel like yeah. you always yell at you in the background, and your voice is so quiet. And I was like, what did you say? And you hear you on the recording. You're like, mm-hmm. It's nice to be here. It's nice, I, to, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. nice to have a bit of a voice input. No, I love Thank it. you for having me. Of course. He's here all let's, the time, Yeah, let's way. try and do this. Yeah. For people who know, Chris is here 24-7. He's the reason why this whole podcast Shout is happening. You, he does all thank of you. the setup, everything, so editing. Nice so... I'm glad you have a voice. Well, it led to another you know, opportunity and stuff down the line. So shout out to Zoe, you yes, know? Like, we've, we've made this into something, and um, I'm excited to see what happens, you know, in the future mm-hmm. with it, so. But thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, thank you for everyone who tunes in, new listeners. People reach out to me like, oh, my God, I love this. People who've recommended my podcast, I see it, and I appreciate it, and I love you all. Um, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Follow our guests. I post all of their ads and their social media. If you want to touch them on topics that you want to discuss more, um, that's great. Leave a review. Um, follow us on Spotify. You can stream us anywhere. And that's a wrap for episode 11. Yay. You're... Yeah. <laughs> we always had to win. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, that's good.
you should have seen other women's nipple to answer this question. <laughs> How do you know that? Let's I mean, come on. Like, <laughs> I'm going to say, like, medium. Medium? Okay, that I heard some nipple. It depends on the woman's nipple. So, like, because my midwife even told me that, obviously, she's delivered bare babies, and she told me that some the reason why is because some women's nipples are smaller, so it hurts more, and that's why some women say it hurts. So it hurts because they have to. The nipple has to actually be like something that can that can be like sucked on and pulled yeah. on. So if you have like, <laughs> I know it sounds weird, but like, if if her, if her nipples aren't like yeah. in a good size, then that could be why too. Yeah, because I'm thinking before I had my baby, people told me that too. Oh, Yo, it sounds might not bad, loud. Bad. I'm getting mad. Like, can you hear it? What? Is it loud, loud, loud? Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 